That's a Shame is brought to you by the people who support us over at patreon.com slash shamecity. If you have a dollar, two dollars, a dollar to spare, join us again at patreon.com slash shamecity, please. Hello and welcome to just another ordinary free episode Mm -hmm. of your favourite podcast. Let's call it a podcast. It sounded like you were about to call it something else. Well, I was thinking of it's. It's kind of just an experience for us all. I think it's more than a podcast. It's like an. It's a family. It's an alternative lifestyle. It's an alternative reality. Yeah. Well, and you. Drowning. You've got lots of those, haven't you? You Many. like to, you like to flip between them. I'm, I'm Declan. How's it going? Uh, not bad, thank you. Yep. I'm quite tired. I'm sure that going to. Uh, 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 <laughs> He's don't back take to work tomorrow. Me, fucking, Whereas oh, my life dear. is one long holiday. Um, but um, I'm Isaac. And I'm Isaac, really yeah. well. Thank you for for checking on. Now, on me Isaac, now. It, it's a weird setup we've got today because for the yep. first time in maybe a month, yeah, in, in what we call donkey's years, you've. You've been preparing the content for today's show. I thought I would bring some content for today's very normal show. Um, and let me just let me just lay my cards on the table and tell you for why. It's I was lying to you. It's not an ordinary show. What do you mean? Today or tomorrow or something around April, around now, it's the fourth anniversary of <laughs> That's, That's a Shame. shame. Woo, the podcast you're listening to, RN. Oh. And I thought we should celebrate. Um and, you know, in previous years, well, in some years, I feel like we've not even noticed that it was happening. Yeah. In most years, in fact, in every year, I think we rely wholly on Paul of Shy Yeti uh, fame to remind, remind us, us. Yeah. that the, the anniversary is upon us. I don't know why I have never written it down, uh, but I don't think I should change that now. No, 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 no. no. It being the fourth anniversary, I thought Go we on. should get back to basics with the show. Yeah. Right? We should celebrate. I remember one year you did a really cool thing. I think you did like... Uh, a quiz that was based on all old episodes and stuff like that, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I did that. And then there was a whole thing where you got like different listeners to submit a verse for a poem. Was that for an anniversary as well? That was, yeah, that was, yeah, that was, for that was an cute as well. And that was like heartwarming. And I guess what I've done is, is one better. You've done doubt quest? It's a doubt quest! Of course you have. Okay, so for those who haven't listened in a while, let's catch people up. I thought I thought mainly when I was writing this Doubt Quest episode three, which we're about to embark upon, I thought what happened in the last two, and I didn't remember very well. Obviously, I remembered some of the highlights, some right. of the lowlights, but I've written down just a brief kind of summary, and I thought I thought where better than to just start with your character that you chose to play, Delkin. So why don't you just tell the listeners at home what you recall of? Your your avatar in this fictional world, Delkin, well, who is close to your heart and and character overall. Here are some things I remember about Delkin. Yeah, he's um, he's on. troubled. He's not. Yeah, um, he's not a simple guy. 
No, no, well, not at in all. A, in a way, he is. No, he's not. Um, in a, in one sense, he kind I, of is. I seem simple. to remember that he's some sort of groblin or something. He's a boglin. boglin yeah, he's a human boglin hybrid. Right. So um, his, his I can't remember short, which way around it I think, was. I think was his said, dad a boglin or his mum was a boglin? I, or, he doesn't remember. Damn, that speaks to a sad childhood as well. It does. Yeah. Was um, he an orphan or he just stupid? He he just sort of spawned really. Wow. Yeah. Like out of the ooze. Mm. Is that a normal boglin? That's what boglins are about. Very yeah. cool. Um, he was a 29-year-old red-headed human boglin hybrid from Tinseytown with a spring in his step and a permanent case of the mumps. That's what you told me when, when we made Well, I patch. didn't tell you any of that. You, well, you decided. I guess that's You decided what, all of that. That's what came to us when we when we. It's funny out. that you made him a year older than yourself. <laughs> just for, that is funny. Just for, that is weird. Yeah, it's just that's strange. Um, but what I remember is yeah. he's deeply, deeply upset by all the goings-on in and around Tinseytown. Yeah, Town. and that's why he wanted to leave, right? Yeah, he well, and, and he he wasn't. To be honest, he didn't want to partake at all. Yeah, I noticed that, uh, and you and played then, that with a plomb. Oh, thank you. I almost, I almost thought it was you, Declan. Well, they say to method act, don't yeah. they? And so, what I I've been doing a bit of that. I've made a few notes about was, what's happened so far. If I if I may, there was something about Go is on. it Santa Diablo, the devil's yeah, large. That was episode land. two, though. So let's not get ahead of ourselves. Oh, in we're still doing episode one. one. Yeah, in episode one, he you dreamed of a life that was a bit bigger than Tinseytown had to offer. Right? There was something about a pedo in the newspaper. You well, let's just hop, put a pin in that for now. Okay. You yeah. answered a mysterious advert which sought someone with knowledge of the damn parts, which you you did know nothing about. So you sort of still don't. Yeah. Still don't. Regardless, you're now pursuing your life's goal of becoming a wet wizard, specifically a boglock, or a, you might say a warlock of the bog, which was a path that you'll remember was determined by an intricate and lengthy test. Of, of I, unquestionable accuracy as well. I do remember that, and I seem to recall it was administered by a coin. Uh, the cool token. Thanks for bringing him Thank up. He's a stalwart character. After talking your way out of a patch of trouble regarding the age of consent, you narrowly escaped Tinsy Town with your life and set off to pastures new with your new companion, the cool token. It's interesting because I, I, one of the things I seem to remember is that um, I killed a man who was a paedophile. <laughs> um, and, and yet in the retelling... It well, seems to have, just, it seems to have gotten it's it, one of those things. It seems to have been it, ambiguously like, phrased to make it sound like I No, because if you remember in the story there was some confusion about it. And it seemed like I wasn't confused. Delkin well, wasn't. Some confused. of the villagers they didn't know who that's who not was, Delkin's fault. Who was doing the diddling. I he guess. I I mean, Delkin was pretty clear that it was not Yeah, him. absolutely. Yeah. But you would be, I guess, like not one would be in that pos- right, position. Right, but he, he did have evidence. They just didn't look at it. The call token, which is a magical artifact containing all kinds of plot-appropriate powers, um, flew into your possession in what, a way I could only describe as mysterious and and sort of exactly what the plot needed at that moment. Like, it it was built up not, to and, and then taken away from. Not convenient. No, no, no. Well, it had an inevitability, but only because of the narrative right, weaving. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, you also did make an innocent child fatherless with your violent ways. So that was that was unfortunate. As you were leaving the town, you may remember that a big muddy toad fell out of the sky and exploded in front of you, and you were covered in entrails. I Wasn't guess. Wasn't it? It was. Was the toad not my brother? Yeah, it as had well. just enough time to tell you it was your long lost brother Dunklin, who, when you last checked, was just a, another human boglin, not a toad, and he. You that did, he was dead that came, he is. That came as some kind of surprise. Yeah, I, I do have to. His final words, he croaked, were. The Boglock Brigade, there, and then he died. So you, he clearly had a find, message. I didn't for find you. out what the Boglock Brigade were. You don't know if they're pro or con, or like pro or anti Boglock. I suppose. Like, okay. are they, are they good? Are they bad? Who knows? Are they a brigade of Boglocks? Brigade, are they brigading yeah, Boglocks? Great, great yeah. way of phrasing it. Then in episode two, 
which I don't know, perhaps it was something of a bottle episode, or at least it was kind of a side quest episode because it sort of deviated quite distinctly and permanently from that trajectory. Yeah. Um, you found yourself, do you remember in the Whispering Woods? I do remember. There was that. a crossroads, you could have gone to the Dirty Desert or the Whispering Woods. There was a Woods. horrid scarecrow who. Yeah, Mr. Lumpton, who enlisted your help. Now, he, he was a deeply perverted. <laughs> Individual was was who, who constantly wanted me to to jack him off in the woods. <laughs> I forgot. And I, I'd actually forgotten about that. And can I tell you for why? It's because that didn't appear in you, the notes. You just made that out on the fly. That was just uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was just you bringing your natural vim and vigor wow, to yeah. the role. Well, it's an improv. Yeah, it's, yeah. What can I say? I'm a it, you, you improv. Guy. It's weird. Quite often, your improv tends that way. It's weird. Just, yeah. If you. So Mr. Lumpton enlisted your help with a mysterious illness that was sweeping the scarecrow folk of Scarryton on Bled. I think this must have been like a Halloween episode or something. It was, yeah. Okay. It was part of the spectacular. When you arrived, you may remember that Mayor Sawdust greeted you enthusiastically with the traditional Scarryton uh, I brawl. I killed him in a big duel. Yeah, and that didn't go down well because they have a tradition which is like, oh, you're new here. Like, oh, it's like probably an old tradition of when the mayor would be the beefiest scarecrow in town. And he was, as, as I remember. He was pretty stocky, but he was quite old, I think. Like, that was the thing. Yeah. You, so you didn't really I take it I as a fun tradition. Fire, no, I? you tore him to shreds, actually. Oh, good, good, good. And everyone was, everyone was kind of taken aback, I guess. And, and you did leave another orphan. There was a little girl who was the mm. mayor's daughter. Yeah, I remember she She sounded remarkably she similar to the previous. She wasn't pleased. And you became, I guess, via the same sort of Tim Allen Santa Claus law, you did become mayor as a result yeah. of, of that antic. Yeah, I remember that. that. Did. There was a town meeting. You may remember there was like an om. I, om. All too well. <laughs> that was going on underneath. And via the medium of a kind of click and sway chant thing, yeah. you learned about the legend of Santa Diablo, the devil's large lad, who they, scarecrows, believed might be behind this mysterious mysterious illness now the mysterious illness turned out to be that it was santa diablo and he was it wasn't really an illness he was just killing some of them yeah yeah <laughs> kind of had nothing maybe scarecrows don't know about like viruses maybe they maybe they use that in a they use the word illness in like a different way to yeah, us because i guess they can't get germs so they would have to use it in a different yeah. way because they're just they're straw and wood aren't they um and santa diablo you went to find him in the ping pong swamp i think it was called yeah where at you discovered that he was just, he was all right, actually. I think you got on with him quite well. Yeah, well, we did. And I, you saw eye to eye about the I scarecrows. I was pro yeah. him killing more of the scarecrows. Right, because he yeah. offered you, he told you what the reason was. He said, like, the scarecrows, I think they killed his dad. Yeah. And he also pointed out, which was like a, a kind of the end of Usual Suspects moment with the mug smashing, when you just realised, like, hang on, scarecrows were, like, super racist to you all the time. Mm, they they were, were very, like, monoracial supremacist well, scarecrow it, supremacist it was, kind of state. it was an ethno state wasn't yeah, it and yeah and they didn't want you there it's probably now that you think about it like maybe maybe that wasn't a tradition in the town and maybe you did do the right thing by orphaning that little well I know that girl. I did yeah well I guess it's a grey area I know that I did and I I knew it at the time right okay I had the light of God smiling on me when I very did cool remember that for later so in in the end I think he gave you a choice he was like come with me and we'll fuck up all the scarecrows or just like I think you had a lighter or something he was like give me that and I'll do it and I, th- I can't remember which way you did it I, we went we both did went did you you and, both yeah. burned them all down then the cool token came back and it was like oh it was such sorry, a shame that that sorry I was away all episode pal I can't remember how it talks and then it like teleported you kind of as if that nothing had happened there okay. uh, or at least as if it wasn't really relevant to the main story so there we are we're caught up that was only you know, either 10 minutes. Okay. But we want people to know where we're at in order to know where we're going. Well, yeah, exactly. It it wouldn't make any sense, would yeah. it, otherwise? Now, one of the listener pieces of feedback, obviously has been loads. Um, Doubt Quest is a fan favourite. I've actually only heard positive things about it so far. And people have been chomping at the bit, you might say, for more Doubt Quest. There was one 
piece of feedback that I initially annoyed me. I I will say someone said like it doesn't sound like you know how to how like the D and D works. And obviously this is not D and D, but it's like a spin off. Like I'm kind of making my own version. Okay. And one thing that they pointed out was that there seemed to be a kind of arbitrary decision making process with some of your roles and things like that. Well, it seemed as well like so we're going to fix that. Pretty much whenever you whenever you wanted yeah something to happen yeah that's uh, you maybe would, you wrote this you would you had just decided really, yeah so yeah. we've got up the wizards.com dnd dice roller which is gonna help us out with some of our decision making today okay that's good but obviously you need you need to have a character to base those decisions on so i've prepared for you a little character sheet as well for well, Delcan, i already have one delkin the boblin nonce and this will give you uh, you can maybe just talk the listeners through it a little bit so that you can you can get a sense of some of your abilities your your stats as well is important. Yep. Some of your spells. And there's going to be a decision to make before we kick off about which spells you're equipping for the adventure. Because you've got a certain amount of spell slots. You're a level two Boglin. Um, what class would you say you are? Like a, a, a Boglin warlock or, or what? Um, a Boglin a bard. A Boglin bard. Okay, I like yeah. that. Um, what you have to do is well just talk us through what you've got well i'll go through i think i'll start with my stats if i can yeah um there's there's strength i've got plus three that's pretty good but then troublingly for a bard such as myself yeah in the charisma we're on minus four but they say that just gives you room to grow i guess okay yeah so you are strong though biting yeah. now this is an interesting one plus five huge because remember you bit a lot in episode I, one yeah, especially couldn't, couldn't and then there's another one here that says stash yeah so what's your stash ability well i don't know but it says plus 12 that's huge. i've got a lot plus of stash, 12 to stash whatever sure? that is. let me just check yeah 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 plus 12 to stash um very cool perception plus one nice it's not negative that's no no no, no borrowing yeah that's a plus four. <laughs> I could so borrowing and stash those could come together there could be some synergy there i like the way you spec this build is what i'm saying thanks i i just saw this paper for the first yeah, time no, now. some good choices and then made. agility that's a minus one well you're quite and small I, I guess i'd like to thank you for your honesty on that one yeah now then there seems to be a thing about abilities here uh-huh what have you got so i appear to have these are your spells i guess yeah jawing Oh, jawing, like drawing with a jaw. What does that well, mean I don't, to you? I, I don't, guess that must be like biting. I or, assume it's a kind of biting yeah, spell. It's an attack spell. It's a level one spell, I think, right? It is, and yeah. And the thing on the right will tell you what dice we need to roll in order to learn your attack. I think uh, it says 1d6. It is a 1d6 dice, yeah. yeah. So if we get a six, you'll do six damage. If you get a five, we'll only be doing the five damage that time. Let that, me tell you about four. Go That's going to be a Three straight... Da- no, <laughs> it's going to be a straight up four. Okay. But we will add your strength modifier to that as well. Um. Then I've got Impress. Uh-huh. Uh, that's a level two spell. Okay. And that's a 2d8 dice. So you could impress up to up to 16 points of Impress, which would oh, boost your charisma. That's got a... That, that would probably be good, wouldn't it? That would be crazy good. Let me yeah. just say this on record. That would be crazy good. I can't... Let me say this as well. I can't imagine a time where you'd cast Impress and not get the results you want. No. <laughs> no, I was, I was thinking that too. Then there's another one here that's... Uh, divine favor okay what's that? um and that uh well it's a level two spell uh-huh. uh 1d20 so yeah lots of lots to go there i'll tell you what that one is because that's quite an obscure one that i just made up uh, do i get it from uh, some sort of hand of god help pretty much it's a kind of deus ex machina thing uh if you get a good enough mm-hmm. role to appease god you can ask god a question 
or for some kind of like benefit mm-hmm. or to smite a foe. It's and who, just out of interest, who is I don't know. Playing, I guess we'll decide. We'll be playing God. I guess it'll be one of the two of us. Okay, so we'll, yeah, we'll yeah. cross that bridge when we come to it. Um, and that's it. Okay, those so all, those are all the abilities I have. You've got those. Spe- oh, really? It's just just the yeah, three. just the three on there. Let me yeah. just check that again. There yep. was there's drawing those. <laughs> What's that second one I've just noticed? Can yeah, that's, see that one? that's impress. No, below impress. Uh, divine favor. Yeah, above that one, pal. I think you're above missing. Above that is impress. Yeah, no, that's all of the ones. There's one, the- there's one called fondle self that I've seen. Now that appears to be a healing spell. So I don't know why you'd be remiss. You know, when you like have a, I've had a really bad back for the last week and a half. Yeah. And every so often I'll just be, I'll just fondle my shoulders like this. I'll be like, oh. Have you just been fondling fuck, yourself all fond- day? Bloody hell, you've got to just get that You'll be knot out, prison. haven't you? And so that's kind of what your spell is, I guess. It's like a self-fondle. Um, and what what's the D system on there? Uh, 1D6, apparently. So you can heal up to six points of HP. Now, I just it's occurred to me I didn't put your HP on there, but it's 20. You've got 20. Thanks. You're not a strong guy, no. um, but you're a pretty... You're a pretty robust character. Okay. And as you level up, let me tell you this, those stats are going to go up. Uh, including the charisma. Oh, I'm worried about that at the, the moment. Charisma. Okay, now, good. I'm going to give you this pen. In those spell slots, you've got four opportunities for level one spells. So you can equip, for example, you could just equip four fondle selves if you wanted. Right. Um, I would recommend, you know, getting a good mix because you can only cast that many without having a long rest, and that's where we sleep for a whole day. I'll let you know in advance there will be one of those in the journey, so don't worry about using them up too early. Have you got a nice diverse mix? What have you gone for? Um, well, I've gone for three joins so far. <laughs> oh, um, what about, okay. And then uh, I think, and then one fondle self well, at the end? Yeah, I think I'll just pop in a little, another join I guess that's the end. Ordered- oh, you just went... Oh, yeah, okay. just four join. That- okay, fine. I, I'm I playing suppose. an offensive build. You don't have much health. I wonder if that will come back to... To bite you, ironically. Well, it would be a shame if I I died and we had to stop Delt Quest, wouldn't it? Wow, that would be that would suck. That'd be a shame. That would suck. Um, and then for your level two spell slots, I'll probably take have, I'll probably take one of each. I think. Yeah, I think that seems really I'll reasonable. Have an so that's a, an impress and a divine favor. And a divine favor. Well, if you're quite ready, I think it only remains for us to kick off. Uh, uh, yeah, go sure, go for it. months have passed since your last adventure you were teleported back to that crossroads that you'll remember where the whispering woods was one way and there was the the dirty desert the other way or something like that um is this where the big frog fell first yeah near there i can't recall i honestly can't probably was um and months have passed what have you been up to um what kind of things does delkin do on his downtime well i don't um no have i have i did i just sort of have i just been standing at the crossroads for six months i imagine not i imagine probably not right well i probably try what i've been doing i think is um obviously i i'm no longer i'm persona non grata in tinsy town you got that right um and i burnt down the whispering woods and the yeah and the, the neighboring scarecrow and bled yeah. yeah so i there wasn't really anywhere to go in in that direction uh-huh. Um, I didn't fancy without your, you know, noble guidance, yeah, yeah, yeah. um, heading off down into the, the desert or wherever. Yeah. Um, so what I've been doing, I've been kind of camping out. Okay. Just me and the call token, just, just getting to know each other. Maybe. Yeah. Just kicking back and trying to sneak into Tinsy Town at night to get sort of food and, and supplies. And mm. it, I, honestly, it's been, it's been quite refreshing to be actually just to have some time for yourself. Yeah. And to, to become one with nature, you know, yeah. cause I, I don't know what the damn parts 
um, necessarily entails or what being a bog luck is going to necessitate. Me neither. Uh, but, <laughs> but I, I get the feeling that certainly I've had a lot of experience of, of being damp yeah. and in a bog. It sounds like an earthy sort of arcane. Very profession dirtful yeah so it's i i fully agree that acquainting yourself with the worms and, and the yeah. soil is probably a great so start. that's that's mostly what i i've been doing i i started a novel as well very cool what about your own like is it inspired by your own adventures or yeah it's about it's it's kind of set in an alter, alternate universe where i don't have to do any of this shit oh god it's great to imagine sometimes isn't yeah it? it's yeah. great fun to cast our it, minds out yeah it is. and imagine what could be um well look it's been as many months as you care to mention not too many though because we haven't aged you or anything and the camera pans down to find you in a field and it's around i'd say it's probably april or whatever the equivalent is in this world and let me tell you this it's not that kind of april showers april like you get sometimes in bambi yeah beautiful though it might be the rain is pitter pattering down from the sky falling in those beautiful animated bloop Bloop, bloops. It's not that kind of tall. It's a, it's a gorgeous day. Oh, okay. Warm that's as well. Oh, and thank God. We find you in a kind of bucolic idyll, I think, which is this path mm. that wanders the countryside of whatever the area is called that you live in. It's called Slabsdale. Slabsdale is like the county, I guess. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah Possibly yeah. even a country. I don't, I don't know it's how it's the it works. region. It's the region where of we Slabsdale. Are, yeah. And it's a, the Shepherd's Crook is this path that, as you would expect, it goes like straight through and then it hooks back to the coast. And you, you've never been that far away from Tinsley Town, so you've heard about this road. And it's probably that knowledge from your youth that's led you to take it as almost by instinct, I suppose, because where else are you going to go? Like Boy, you said, nowhere. you can only roll around in the muck and, and worm dust for a few months at a time. Yeah, it does. And me and the, the call token, we're not really on good terms. Oh, why is that? He's, a, he's not a good uh, tent mate. Hey, hey, Duncan! Shut up! Wow, so I can see that. It's great that we could improvise that moment there to illustrate the point you were making. Um, but look, it's spring, the birds are singing, the grass is a beautiful bright green, and I think for the first time in a while, Delkin feels truly content. Not marching to the beat of anyone else's drum. No. Not competing for the affection of some nasty town of scarecrow racists. Oh, nor that is a relief. Having to flee Tinsy Town on the false charge of of, of boggling noncery. And it's mm-hmm. great to have that twin burden lifted as, as it's it, just it you is. and nature. It, it is nice to have that. It's just me and the world at one. The, con- the cool token, although you've not been getting on, I, I suppose part of that is from this fundamental tension, which is the cool token is this quite powerful magical artifact. And it's come to you in what it perceived to be your time of need um, to help kind of propel you along the path to bog lockery. But you have not been as, as willing a receptacle of this cool token as, as it probably is used to. It would be a bit like if, you know, Aladdin's magic lamp ended up with someone who like rubbed it and a genie came out and was like, I'm going to give you three wishes. And they were like, nah, I'm all right. I'm good, actually. Yeah, I suppose where that where that analogy kind of falls down is is that you know you could wish for basically anything you wanted and and it was your your choice. Yeah, same as the call token. Well, but the call token, I can't ask it for anything. It's helped you um, a lot. Though. It's it flew not, you out of that inn where it you, didn't need to. You're about to be absolutely. It torn didn't need to, to because I, I was I was going to be fine, and then it made me break the roof. And you'd killed. Oh, I just remembered you killed the little girl's dad in there. Yeah, that was that. Well, was he really was an sad. Ox. 
Uh, well, you've alleged that. I mean, we can't go say. I had no. I had a big, big folder of proof. So, in the intervening months, there's been this constant thing of like, obviously, you're obviously you want to be a boglock. Like that goes without saying. But you're you take this kind of laissez-faire approach, which is that destiny is out there, and if it if it wants it enough, or if it truly is your fate, then at yeah, some point it, it will, will happen. It will, it just will happen. happen. Yeah. The call token, in its infinite wisdom, are. Uh, doesn't entirely agree and thinks that you're being a little bit too circumspect and wishes you'd get the fuck on with it. But you've won out for now. And so you find yourself meandering, wandering, just taking in the sights and sounds of nature. Yeah. And it's is it's beautiful, right? Oh, it's stunning. I can't I can't overemphasize the 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 peace, the tranquility yeah. that exists inside Delkin at, at this at this juncture and how how just happy he is that this is his life now. And he need and this not, is all there'll be. And he need not worry about anything yeah, else. It's beautiful. And then you feel a kind of breeze coming from behind you. Not the not the same quality of breeze, I suppose, as just the beautiful nature breeze. Right. But the breeze of like something coming towards you from you know that kind of arch of trees that, that suggests the end of a forest where it opens out into the field. You yeah. can hear a kind of rumbling and you if you look down on the ground by your what are they like? I suppose they're disgusting boggling. Certainly feet, after right? months in the mud, yeah. Yeah, they're really foul. I've I got guess. what we call dirt shoes. Oh no, just a caked on yeah, exactly. mud. Oh, that's bad. That's to protect you from, from all of the detritus on the floor. Yeah, and from having any friends come near you, I suppose. Why well. well, I don't want that. Um, you can feel that as you look down, there's little like bits of gravel just sort of rumbling. And I suppose if you were more perceptive, what is your perceptive? Um, it's plus one. Why don't you roll a perception check here and okay. just see? So we're gonna yeah yeah we'll roll a d six. We give you one on that. So you've got a you've got a four. Oh. And with that four, you can tell there's something coming, and that's really good because you knew that anyway. Okay, that you don't is know good. exactly what it is, but I'll tell you. I am perceptive. I almost as if I'm kind of like prophetic. I wouldn't go that far because I I th- I thought that was the case, and then it and it was. Yeah, okay. I suppose so. I think you're. You're over-egging the pudding a certain amount. I, there. I'm, it's, I'm a Christ. But it's figure. good that you can take joy in the little victories because mm-hmm. they'll be few and far between. I'm sure. A carriage is approaching, and you know you've been. How big is the carriage? Well, if it's making. The it's a dirt. great question. Thank you for asking. You've been. You're no stranger to the road nowadays, right? You're basically I'm homeless. <laughs> yeah. And oh no, I, I fundamentally <laughs> I am homeless. And um. In all your wanderings and meanderings over the last few months, like you've travelled far and wide across Slabsdale, um, and you've not seen anything like this. Out storms this carriage that is, it's probably about 20 metres high. It's very That's narrow, huge. though. It's, it's only like a road's length. So it's kind of like, if you can imagine like, you know, the night bus in Harry Potter. Yeah. It's like that sort of dimensions where it's a bit fucked up. Like everything's a bit too precarious. It looks like if there was a strong breeze, this thing would... Ooh. collapse yeah and one thing you note about it is that it's being pulled by a legion of some of the and and i don't know where this comes from but to delkin's eye some of the most attractive horses he's ever seen wow there's, an, there's a fleet of these like wow. a solid 12 to 16 and he's perceiving horses. them is he he perceived well let's roll a let's have percept, a you got a four, a four plus one a fight he a they're hot horses okay right <laughs> Um, and they are resplendent. They're wearing this kind of horse armor. It's fucking beautiful. And they're not only in front, but they're also to the side, like 
as they emerge from the woods, they fan out. So there's horses right. in front. They're probably the lead horses because you notice and they're them. the hottest. They're for sure. They are the But hottest. then spilling out to the sides and kind of pulling like diagonally, which is something that you, you've probably, and I've never seen horses use this method when pulling a carriage. No. Because it probably requires a perfect balance, like very, very good training. Otherwise, you're going to be like, you'll whips. be diagonalized yeah. oh, on the spot. But these ones are super trained and they're all marching in step. And, and, uh, and they're all attractive. Yeah. I Some mean, are more attractive than others. Well, it's just like people, right? Yeah. Like there's always, there's highs But this is like, oh, they, they're all models. As a it's bunch, just, they're got, surprisingly, yeah, surprisingly hot. There are horses behind as well. And the carriage is, is, it's kind of covered in lace and gold filigree. It's, it's posh it's fancy, is what I'm getting yeah. at. The carriage is whizzing towards you super fast and you're on the road. Mm. What do you do? I'm, well. What's all? <sighs> What sort of skills you might want to use here? Well, you're going to just stand there and let it claim you? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's tempting. It's tempting. Even if I try to the get out of the way, my... Like, hey, what's that rumbling? Get out of the road. Get Shut off the up. fucking road. Quick, Shut Duncan. up, Token. I'm thinking. Okay. Now, <clears throat> this stash, what's that? Stash is your... Well, it's a stat, and it relates to your ability to stash things. Um, I guess... I guess you're a thing. So you could stash yourself off the road. If you're like, oh, let me stash myself behind a tree or something. I could guess I, that could I be could affected stash by stash. the horses in no, my you bag. you can't stash the horses in a bag. It's not magic. This is just your innate ability to stash things. I've got spells. Do you have a horse bag spell? Or no, no, but no, but I'm saying, you yeah, can't yeah, be yeah. saying that. There's, no, no, no. I'm saying not... that the stash attribute isn't magical. You have right. spells, of course, but just paltry bard spells. Because you're um, not talented in the magic or charismatic so far, or charismatic, you're great at borrowing. I think I'm, all, I I'm pretty decent at borrowing. <laughs> Maybe I could borrow, <laughs> borrow, borrow a favor. A fucking horse. <laughs> um, I, I'm gonna try and jump out the way. Okay, and let's roll an agility check there. What's your agility? Well, it is minus one. Okay, we rolled a. Oh, oh. actually, no, let's give you. Let's give you a roll. We're on a d20 for this. So you've got a six minus one is five. That's enough. You've done That's it. enough. You just about you. Well, do I get like clipped by yeah, one of the you, the uglier horses? You're so attracted to these these equine gods and goddesses alike yeah. that you stand there aghast, your mouth cartoonishly hanging open until the last minute. The cool token's like, "Get the fuck out of the way, dog!" And you feel it kind of, you know, it can exert this strong force when the plot Wait, needs it. Yeah, to. yeah, exactly. That, it just sort of yanks good. you off to the left, and at the last minute, you kind of realize where you are and you roll with the punch of it pulling you from your satchel off to the left. And yeah, you're not quite, you're not quite fast enough to get entirely out of the way. And a horse does kick your dirty mud caked foot, but the mud cushions most of the blows. You only take one damage. I bet it comes off though. It does. It splinters. So now you've got one. Would you keep just having one boot or would you? Yeah. Yeah. You can't, you can't deny the benefit that you have walk funny though. Is that a shame? Uh, I I already walk funny. Oh, huge then. Maybe yeah. this corrects it then. It, it does it's not. It's like an orthopedic It exacerbates thing. it. The carriage comes screeching to a halt in front of you. The horses just sort of stop dead. Like, this is irregular. They're not about this. No. And uh, fanfare occurs. Some gaudily dressed servants uh, peel out from the kind of undercarriage of the carriage, if you, if you will. I'm mm-hmm. sure there's a different word. Um, and they... Do that thing, you know, where you like roll out a carpet for someone that's going to come out. What's that? What's that bloody, bloody palaver going on you hear coming from inside? And the door opens. Oh, this person is fancy. And out they? steps a man that you recognise, actually. What? Now, you're not, a, you're not a very 
perceptive person we've covered that definitely not but if there's one guy out there that you'd recognize it's prince patrick of the puckered tube the ruler of the whole region of slabsdale Prince Patrick, Prince, Prince Patrick of the Puckered Tube. Tube. That's the name of the, you know, like the lineage. Or maybe it's the name of the house where they live. Like you, Plantagenet. Yeah. And out steps Prince Patrick, looking around. He's quite a young guy. Mm. Um, and he's got that kind of young prince arrogance. You know you know the kind. I like know. Beast had. They're entitled, aren't they? They super are. And whereas the hag in Beauty and the Beast cursed not only Beast, but everyone in the castle, rather unfairly in my view, no, nothing of the sort has happened to Patrick. There's been no comeuppance. I suppose the, the greater good there is that his staff are, are probably okay and well paid and treated. His staff are not paid anything oh. and they are treated terribly poorly. Oh. He's, you can see him sort of stepping on them as he climbs out the carriage. And he oh, there's even no sort need because they've laid a carpet out. He, yeah, exactly. So Lord uh, Patrick's servants, they've opened the carriage and one of them, it, as they're kind of genuflecting, looks over at you and like beckons you over. He's like calling you over, like, crick, 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 before like Patrick sort of realizes what's going on. Because obviously you have to pay some kind of respects to the prince mm-hmm. or he'll just kill you on the spot. Oh, yeah. Like he'll just fuck you up. He's just not him personally. Well, he can have the call tokens. He doesn't want that. He'd love that. Um, the servant calls you over and he's, he's taken. You it. head over to, to the carriage. And the cool token in your satchel forces you at the last minute into a kind of cartoonish and may I say deeply obsequious kind of bow that makes it makes even the servants and they're very downtrodden kind of lose respect for you already. And they they didn't know you. So I guess that's just a vibe you give. And they're already like they're they're, already they're low themselves. But they look at how low you bow and how like how it looks like it pains you to do so. And they're just like this guy sucks. He fucking sucks. And you can tell they don't like you. Does that does that bother Delcon? Uh, he, he, he's entirely like he doesn't aghast to it. Okay, what? So he's just super. Are you saying he's oblivious, or he just doesn't care? Uh, mm, I think he doesn't quite recognise. But uh, even if he did, he he'd be unfazed because when you've been living, when you've been living the homeless roadman life, yeah, um, with the mud shoes and all of this sort of thing, when you've been living with the call token, just nag, yeah, nag, yeah. nagging in your ear, all, changes your priorities all day, every day. You learn to live without this this little, little trope, sort of social yeah, yeah. niceties. That's fair. That's fair. Carlton, who's that? Who goes there? Carlton, tell me who it is. Tell him not to look at me. He's the prince shouting at one of his yeah, servants, yeah, the one nearest you. No, no, your and voice Carlton, very good. Carlton stands up and he says, um, "What? What? What's your name, uh, Boglin? What's your name?" He's he's not being nasty, but he's not. He's kind of like you can tell that he wouldn't be interacting with you unless he was being forced to by the which he is what's your name what's your name Boglin come on out with it Um, my name's uh, Delkin the Boglock Delkin the Bog oh you're a Boglock Uh, yeah can you oh that's great Prince Prince Patrick he fucking loves stuff like that can you do a little magic trick maybe lighten the mood I'm not I'm not a performing monkey Boglock what's he saying Carlton what's he up to Uh, come in sir one second go on do, do a little trick I'm not doing one now not for you it's not for me, it's for the prince. Yeah, no, I'll do one when he commands. Okay. Well, and if the time is right. Come come over. Um, you're gonna have to kiss his ring, of course. And then don't look don't look him in the eye, he fucking oh, hates I don't that. do that. He fucking hates that. Present yourself, says Prince Patrick. Mm-hmm. And you you I, come well, over. I what how do you over. come over? Are you still bowing? You're groveling? Yeah, or? well it, it's good because it's a it's groveling, but also it avoids me looking in his eye. Ah, so you're like groveling and moving forwards like a, like you're hunched over. Like a kind of cowardly... Like a sort of Quasimodo figure. Okay, straight towards him. And he extends his ring, and you notice there is the 
the like the puckered tube is what the ring depicts as the signal. It's a very long ring. Actually, mm. takes up the whole of his hand. I don't think you call it a ring at that point. But it goes on one finger, but then it's like a long tube, like a ruler, right? I almost. See, yeah. And he wants you to. Kiss. I bet he uses it to like tap, tap, tap stuff. He uses well. a straw as well. He wants uh. you to kiss the whole bit. So he he puts it in front of you and like offers you the tip of it. Hmm. But he, it's clear that he's going to, as soon as your lips touch it, he starts like sliding it along. Yeah. Like he wants your lips to make contact with the whole of the, the tube. I yeah, suppose. yeah, no. Cool. Well, you would, wouldn't you? And you're happy to do so. Yeah, right? 100%. Whatever, whatever he says, really. <sighs> Plus, there might be some tasty nutrients on there. Possibly very like rich guy nutrients as well. Good. You've pleased Prince Patrick. You may stand. And you you do. I am. What brings you here, Boglin? Uh, I think you mean Boglock. Sorry, sir. Don't correct me, Boglin. What's your name? Uh, Delkin. What brings you to the shepherd's crook, Delkin? Uh, I was just going for a walk in my mud shoes. In your? Mud mud shoes. I've only got the one now uh, because one of your horses kicked the other off. Um, (laughs) I bet it did. Splendid, strong fellow. That's okay. You can replace that later, I think. Uh, Good-looking beasts. Very, very sexy. Very what? Sexy. They turned me on. What is what I mean? they, They what? They turned me on. Oh, you jest, of course. I, I would like you jest. to fuck your lead horse. Oh. Or be fucked, but I'm not... Oh. I'm not fussy. Well, uh, let's leave that. Let's park that for a moment. Okay, but I, I do want to come back. Yeah, to no, we'll, we'll circle back around. I'm sure yeah. of that. It seems you're awfully keen to talk about it. Now, look, I'm Prince Patrick. You've, you've heard of me before. Yeah, Prince Paddy. Patrick of the, the puckered... Yeah, puckered Prince, Prince Paddy, yeah. You're, yeah. You're yep, don't call famous, me that. Yeah. And um, I have something of a bad rep, actually. People think I'm a bit of a cunt. But I'm a nice guy. Are you getting that vibe from me? I've been working on it. I'm lately. getting a vibe, certainly. You're getting a nice guy vibe. I'm getting a, a vibe from you that that aligns with at least one of the things you've said. Okay, which one? I, I, I'm. Uh, ours is answer not, me. Ours is not answer wonder why. Me. Answer your prince. You, you're. Uh, you're chop your being, fucking head You are being a bit of a cunt. You see, <laughs> the natural tendencies right come there, back. Yeah. So you're heading to the games, no doubt. Uh, no, I don't what partake do in games. Oh, uh, you're playing one right now, I think. Bob. No, I don't. I don't. And let me just let me just say right here and now that <laughs> that I won't. <laughs> oh, good. We do jest. I think that'll serve you. I'm well, just going to get point. off. That I'll kind of fast, quick thinking that'll serve you well. Well, don't go thinking you're competing against me, Boglin. If only one of us can win the prize, who do you think it'll be? Me or you? What? Well, like I say, Answer I don't. Me true. I don't play, so, so it'll, you be think you. it'll be me. It'll be you. Yeah. <laughs> Put 100%. it there, Boglin. Uh, yeah. This, that was a test. Don't touch me. Don't okay. fucking touch me ever. I'm going to look you right in the eye, Carlton. He's looking. He's looking. And Go on. The prince bundles away. You get the sense that it's actually like it, it wasn't that he had that arrogance about him that I lied about earlier. He's just he's a guy that's like grown up with everything handed to him, and like he can just make demands of people and they'll fulfil them. So he. I think he liked the fact that you weren't a conventional subject, mm. right? You were willing to play with the boundaries of what was acceptable in that interaction. Are you talking about fucking his horse? Um, or? Yeah, the prince, there was something about that. As the carriage, you know, it recombobulates the staff, climb back into the undercarriage. I, I hopped off. Yeah, and as they, as you've hopped off and you're walking away, the carriage drives past and you just sort of whiz out the way. And Prince Patrick, he's, he's looking and he follows you kind of with a nod right. in his eyes. And he even licks his lips, a li- uh, just a small bit. Not in a lascivious way, but you get the sense not that in a not lascivious he was into way. something that you were putting out. Mm. So you carry on intrigued about what these games could be and, and if no, they'll no, feature in the future of Dulcan just headed your back plot and time here. Just headed back to his tent. You carry along the shepherd's crook, and before you know it, you hear a 
coming up behind you and you're like, oh God, what now? What's this? And you turn around and there's a humble family of dogkin speeding up behind you. They're running on all fours. But when they see you, they, as is customary, they switch to the two-legged stance. Right. Out of respect for what they consider their betters, the two-legged. Oh God. And even it's the boglins. Super, yeah. I know, right? Even the boglins are ranking above the dogkin. They need kin. some self-esteem. Uh, hello, says uh, one of them. Hello. For you. Hi. Uh, how are you? Yeah, you can keep running. That's, that's fine. <laughs> On uh, your way, Dogkin. <laughs> oh, awful sorry, sir. Uh, yep. What brings you to the Shepherd's Crook? Yep. Not, not the games, is it? Off you go. <laughs> off you, off you trot. My name's Fido. Uh, Fido Dog's Breath, and this is my wife, Miffy St. Clair. These are my kids, and that you see, there's two little puppy, basically puppykin, running up along, and they're yep. like chasing butterflies and having fun. This is this is my daughter Doodles, and she's like, "Hello, hello, sir." And this is my son, the Switch. And then he comes up, and there's something about this little puppy. Go on. He has so much swagger. Like, wow. it's off the chain. He's wearing sunglasses. You're familiar with Poochie. He's, he's got that kind of Chet Hanks vibe. Yeah. He's like, he's not, he doesn't fit in and he doesn't want to. He, wow. He has the energy where you want to fit in with whatever he's up to. I and do. he's got sunglasses. He's sort of whistling. I think he's smoking a cigarette as well, which is pretty, it's pretty baller. I think we can agree. Um, what? What brings you... And he says, hey, how's it going? What's the name? The name... I'm the switch. Let's put it there. And he extends his paw. I'm not... I got caught out by that last time. I'm not going again. Hey, put it there. I, There's something about the switch that makes you want to put it where Yeah, but I, I don't. Okay. Ah, oh, a wise guy, huh? Well, we'll see about that. I, and he spits in your face. <laughs> no, he doesn't really. He doesn't really. I think you've got some games to be going to, haven't you? Oh, you're off to the games as no, well, says I'm Mr. Not. Dog's Breath. Off you go, And his Friday. wife's like, oh, it's lovely to see another competitor. What, no, I don't What will you be battling for? No, I'm not. You're... I'm not going. I, I, don't I think compete. he's playing mind games with us, Miffy. No, again, I like agree. I say, I don't do games of any this sort, guy's mind or otherwise. This game up his sleeve, says the Switch. And everyone just, whenever the Switch speaks, everyone just sort of looks. Like they sort of forget where they are for a moment. Because there's, it's like the Fonz, but the dog Fonz, if you can imagine The dogs. Uh, sure. The dogs. If that's how you'd like to think of him, then yeah. yeah. Um, what what will you be fighting for? What's your what boon will you request? I can't, Fido. Listen to me. You can have anything in the world. Listen says to me. What would you ask for? I'd ask for you to fuck off. Oh well, there's no need for that. She's just a little girl. You can't go swearing at children. Oh, well, I can. I I've orphaned a couple. Bloody hell. So, yeah, take that as your warning. Hey, everybody, let's let's put a lid on now. Let's cool it down. The tempers are getting pretty hot and heavy The switch, you need to take your family <laughs> off to the games. I respect game-recognized hey, game, yeah, but absolutely. you need put to... Put it there. I won't be, I won't be touching okay, you. Okay, he puts his paw back. You know me? I guess if I won the games, you know what I'd ask for, says the switch. And you respond? I, I, I don't... <laughs> I don't care. Thank Mr. you for asking, Boglin. Guess I'd be asking for as much meat as I could eat. A lifetime supply of the stuff. What about you? What's your heart set on? What takes you down the dangerous path to glory? It foolish of me even to, to start thinking about it because I, I don't and won't compete. Okay. So, okay. so I'm not I, win. No, no, no. I get it. This guy, Dad, he doesn't want to tell us his secrets. I see how it is. We'll see you at the contest. I like your spirit. What was the name? Uh, it was Delkin. Put the him there, Delkin. I I can't stress enough that I don't. Okay. I don't do that. Yeah, I like a guy that sticks to his guns. I don't. Hey, pops, I don't shake hands. This guy sticks to his guns with your car. Oh, I, I, I 
think he's just done a slur at us. He's been awful racist to the dogkin. Well, off we go, guys. Uh, bye, Boglock. Good yeah. luck. Thank you. And they go badly off because oh their dogs are super fast. Yeah. They, they can God. run at dogs. I'm speed. glad they're gone there because they were annoying. They were really, an, they were an annoying bunch. I wrote them to actually be a I'm positive. Gla- I'm glad that they won't come back. The dog's breaths have set off and they tell you, as well, you heard what they said when you left. I don't need to tell you what they told you because you were there. You continue along the shepherd's, what's I say? Crook. Crook. Um, and eventually you get caught up by another figure. It's the third one. You know, these things always come in threes. And he's huffing and puffing. <gasps> he's got a bit of a limp. Um, but you, you, you notice that everyone seems to be catching you up. And I guess it's just because you're so slow, right? You're a little tired. Well, yeah, well, and they all have somewhere to be. And I, I don't. Yeah, you're all rushing to the games. I, I don't have anywhere to be. But their rush is faster than your rush. I'm um, about to turn around. This figure puts an arm on your shoulder. He's like, oh, let, let us rest for a moment, lad. Oh, I, God. I wasn't saying oh, you had to do anything. Bloody hell, it's hot out, isn't it, lad? Uh, I mean, yes. And it takes its... Uh, head off no that's not what I mean a hood that's the one it peels back its hood and that's you, an important distinction you realise that it's a scarecrow a badly built one at that oh, oh bloody hell now, you won't again. believe t- journey I've been on today and not just today for the last few months didn't Santa Diablo get rid of the last of you guys <gasps> you know his name yeah I gave him the lighter Santa Diablo you what I gave him the lighter don't you remember I killed your big I've fat I've never met you before I killed the big fat king I don't, I don't know what you're talking about, lad. Are you from Scariton on Bled? Oh, no, I'm from the sister town, Sputumville, but have you heard what happened in Scariton? Why, well, yeah, and I... It does the sign of the cross, but like a fucked up sort of scarecrow cross. I did it. It was me. You, you're the Reaper of Scariton. That's me, yeah. The, the scarecrow runs off. Yeah. You've well, never good. seen anything go as fast. <laughs> his hand actually stays on your shoulder. He ran so fast that his arm came off. That could come in handy later. You could I'll put add that, that in your back. Yeah, put it in yeah. your inventory, yeah. which so far consists of the cool token only. Oh, uh, wow. So I, in all those months, I didn't so much as... Get, no, okay, fine, fine. You, as you put the scarecrow's arm into your bag, you feel a strange sensation as it sort of contorts in your hand. It like reaches back and its its wooden claws gnaw and like grab at your wrist. And what's that? We're in a battle. On the one hand, it's Delkin versus the Scarecrow's arm. Now, I'm going to just tell you this. The Scarecrow's arm is not very strong. It's not going to play much of a fight. But this is an opportunity for you to flex those battle muscles. I'm going to use the old divine favour. Well, the Scarecrow (laughs) scarecrow actually goes first. So you're not going to be able to do anything. The Scarecrow is going to use an attack that's called... Well, it's only got hand, so it's going to be claw. Okay. And it does three damage. Ow! You think. How would you react if a Scarecrow did three damage to you? I... I tell you what I'd do. Yeah? I'd jaw it. Oh, I would going jaw straight it for some straight drawing. up. And what does it say you have to do for drawing? It's a D6. It's 1D6. Okay. You've done... Oh, it's a. It's just the one But don't we damage. add my strength to that? Sure. What was that? So th- plus three. A four. Well, you've killed it. Easily. Yes! It actually didn't have any hit points. Um, it oh, was a bit okay. of a trick encounter because if you'd done nothing, it would have just died anyway. It was weird how it managed to... To do some damage to me. Yeah, that is weird. Significant as well. Anyway, you stash... Are you going to keep the... The hand falls lifelessly to the floor? I've got to... Do I have to cross out a drawing now? Yeah, cross out your drawing. Um, do you... What are you going to do? Are you going to keep the hand? Are you going to bury it out of respect, maybe? No, I don't respect it. I'm going to keep you it. You could spit on it if you want. No, because I'm going to... It means nothing to me. You could I'm use just it when keep you cast Fondle South. Well, I don't, I don't have any. Okay, I tell you what, I'm going to grant you an extra spell that's slot fine. that's full of fundal stuff. Just because you've taken a bit of damage so far. I don't want it. It's okay. fine. Cool. So you've won the battle. That's well done. good. Well done. 
And it's time for you to carry on. You can loot the Scarecrow's hand, weirdly, because originally you were going to fight the whole Scarecrow, but he fucked off. And in the Scarecrow's hand, you, you see it's kind of clasped, and you undo it, and there's this locket, a pocket locket, if you will, and inside right. there's a picture of, of I guess, the now-orphaned son of this Scarecrow, because they, you know what? It's, they say a Scarecrow can't live long without his hand. Can you the not? hand is the Scarecrow's lifeblood. Normally, I think they're fine. No, not this time. Lots of them don't have hands. Yeah, this one doesn't. Especially because you ripped it off and now he's I didn't, dead. I didn't rip anything And as off. you continue along the shepherd's crook, you see like bits of hay and straw and all that scarecrow shit, sack, cloth, even a scared crow. I'll be taking all of those. And and they're just, yeah, the scarecrow's dead. Like he fell apart because yeah. you scared him so badly by re- revealing, um, I guess What's quite fine? charismatically, that you were the reaper of Scarity. I didn't know that I had such a cool name, but I'm I'm going to be going by that now. It's night time now. I'm just you... adding. So I'm just adding scarecrow parts. Scarecrow paraphernalia to yeah. the to the end. Um, it's been night time for a while, and you've carried on walking down the crook, and a few other people. I probably turn back so I can get back to got, my. You've got this vibe where like people don't want to talk to you now because you've got a kind of weariness. That's like, good. A resting bitch face sort of vibe. Yeah, no more encounters. Um, then, I suppose. And yeah, no more encounters. But the night is passing into into its darkest moment and you know when it's darkest before uh is it dawn the dawn it is the dawn yes and as the dawn starts to break on the horizon and you remember like god i'm lucky to be alive and god i'm loving life as well you think probably to yourself he 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 is not blessed with that kind of optimism he probably does think that the dawn light catches on something in the distance um previously you've only been able to see like nature in every direction fields mountains a brook babbling in the distance maybe a few other scarecrow parts just blowing past like candy floss in the breeze but now something is definitely catching the light and you sort of squint to focus and you see this beautiful golden statue rising from the horizon as you as you mount towards it and then another Mm. and they remind you of someone that well i guess i guess you delkin don't know but basically, they are statues of me. So just keep that in mind. Of you? Huge statues, golden ones of me. Like, I'm talking 500 of feet Isaac tall. B.D.? Yeah, kind of. I mean, I look a little bit older, um, a little bit oh, golder. A little bit golder as well. Mm. And obviously huge. How have they portrayed your, your grey hairs? Yeah, they? They, they're all gold. So that oh, didn't feature, that's actually. Quite, there are some streaks of silver, if you like. That's quite nice of them. Yeah. No, I actually asked for them to put that in, but they said, well, we didn't see any. That's, so we that's didn't interesting. Walk on. Oh, wow. Um, and these two statues of of what you're later going to learn is the god Isark are have their palm outstretched with a big jewel in the so centre of each palm. the what? And a blue, it's a blue sapphire that looks a bit like my beautiful piercing blue eyes. You think to yourself as you walk further and further towards... I didn't know that Delkin knew. Delkin gets all this knowledge in the way that you sometimes wake up with a memory of an event that you'd forgotten previously. He's like, whoa, I didn't know I knew that. And you think maybe the cool token's like, that's going to happen more and more. That's some Boglark shit. And it, the cool token takes that as a good sign that you're kind of progressing towards the arc, the, the damn parts, the arcane damn right, parts. Okay. That's really good for you. Between these two statues, a large arch in pure white marble, but with like black obsidian snaking through it it's fucking can i stress this enough Go on. it's beautiful is it cool it's it sounds sick. really cool it's baller oh um, and this is it's based this is a place that you've heard tale of but you always thought it sounded too good to be true and looking at it now it looks too good to be true could it be a mirage i'll probably go Do you home get then. those in a field i don't trust it i'll this leave is 
Now, you may notice there's something interesting with the words. Uh, Maybe yeah. if I show you it written down, you Go can on, see. Look. Uh, let me just zoom in on it. Shady nasties. Shamesity. <laughs> Where's it gone? I just zoomed too much. I've zoomed beyond the, the, the purview of one word. There we go. Just look at how it's spelled. Oh, sham e city. Sham. Yeah, it's a kind of internet city that is a sham. Ah. Um, and here you are. You've arrived. And there's something about this city that just begets in you a sense of awe and wonder that you, you remember from your childhood when you first learned about things like numbers, the weather, all that stuff that amazed you in your boggling youth. I was, I was easily amazed, wasn't I? Super easily. You were very dumb. <laughs> um, but now, but now I'm that tingling uh, feeling in your loins and stash and stomach. Yeah. Well, your stash goes up by one point just by seeing it. Yeah. <laughs> what mark that down. How, what you were wow. 13 plus 13 Huge. stash. There's nothing. I, now I can hide those horses. <laughs> oh, only too well. Um, yeah. You feel the city drawing you on. It's a bit like that bit in the wizard of Oz where they first catch a glimpse of the Emerald city. In fact, it's exactly like that bit, but instead of Emerald, it's me. You arrive at the city and the gates force themselves open with a slow and erotic rumble that you can feel deep in your chest cavity and your mm-hmm. your organs themselves seem to vibrate as the scale of these doors opens up, like the vault yeah. door sound that we use sometimes. Oh, uh, yeah. Really sick. And here you are. This is Shemesity. Golden guards welcome you in, bowing to you, even one as lowly as a boglock, a boglin, rather. Wow. Um, I'll go with, and you I'll get go that this is a town where everyone everyone's free to be who they want to be and that's that's so far away from what tinsy town ever was that to you this feels already like a place that delk and the boglock could could start a new life could really feel at home well if people are bowing to me i'm gonna get used to that shit you have now some time to look around you see over in the distance the carriage of prince patrick parked up outside a large castle that stretches off into the distance and you could go over there and investigate you could go and see if you can find the prince because it seemed like you hit it off quite well the horses aren't there i'll warn you you also see down an alley the dog breath family and they're like chowing down on on some kind of meat slurry sounds awful and you could go over there and maybe hang out with them no um but the city is your oyster what would you do if you it's your first day one short day in the Emerald City, but it's shemesity well i tell you what i haven't you be up to i tell you what i haven't had a chance to do in Uh a few months I haven't had a chance to to have a beer, mm. not since the, the the debacle at the tavern. God, yeah, that was so bad. I, I think I'd go to the local inn. Okay, and do you know where it is? You can ask someone for directions. Uh, no, I think I'll just. Find, I've got a pretty good sense of direction. Sir, you look so you look rather lost. No, no, it's fine. I know where oh, I'm going. Thank Patrick's you. Voice. Sir, you look rather lost. No, thank allow you. Allow me to beguile you nope. with some directions. I won't allow you that. What are you looking for? Uh, Perhaps the tailors. Perhaps the wandiers, perhaps the chocolatier. The oh. city's chocolates are some of the greatest. What's that? In all of Slabsdale. What's that behind you? I think that's just the dog. <laughs> oh, and you're off. Oh. I've, I've gone. Oh, well, he must have known where he was going after all. Thinks yep. that, that friendly guard that you just fobbed off. Yeah. You, yeah. you tread the guard like a mug. Yeah, well, he, you lose five I, stash for that. No, you don't. <laughs> oh that's God! A that, oh God! Don't take my stash away. The city is so well laid out. It's such a feat of town planning that it's only seconds, really, before you find the inn because it's exactly where you'd think it would be. You know, sometimes you go to a supermarket and you're looking. You're like, right, I need to get um, a bottle of uh, like some kind of alcohol that'll be at the back. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna get some fruit and veg that'll be at the front, and I'll get some cereal that's normally like two thirds in with a lot of other dry foods and you go looking for it and it's all just fucked up. Like the alcohol's by the tills and the fruits of the bat lights, just bullshit. This is the opposite of that. Everything about the city has 
an air of precise design. Not the kind of design that like overstays its no. welcome or, or draws attention to itself. It's just if you think, oh, I thought there would be, there is, before you can even finish it. Wow. If, it's a kind of place where there's, there's this thing that it's allegedly. Like a city of requirement. Yeah, like that it. Walt Disney, when he was building Disneyland, you may have heard of it, um, he would go around and, and sort of mark out where he thought bins would be based on like how many steps apart it felt like if you were carrying something, you'd be bored of carrying it. And it's that kind of vibe. Like you can tell that a great deal of care and dedication has gone into the building of Shemesity in the honor of That's this good. great golden god is Ark that you're curious to know more about. And I hope you'll get to find out more. It's spelled I S S A. It's like I S A. It's a language you don't know. So it's just cause cool. symbols and shit. Um, you arrive at the inn. The inn is called the the Golden Tavern. It's not super original name, but it is what it is. And you go in, and interestingly, it's not like any inn you've been to. They're normally a kind of orange affair, right? Like low lights, candles, flickering fires. This one you open, and it kind of looks like it would be that from the outside, but you open it, and there's like a fountain, and there's uh, an elf doing like some kind of jazz song. Uh, in a language you don't know, super sultry though. May I may I stress if that's the kind of thing that Delkin's mm. into? Maybe not because she's not a horse. I don't know. Uh, well, no, I, I'm 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 kind of uh, ambivalent. It's not. Uh, it's not so get. much ambivalence. Yeah. I, I, there's an element of that. I think it started as that. Yeah. But you know, Delkin's grown in self confidence and self belief, and I think it's more that he's in every sense a kind of a, a pansexual. Okay. But in this world, that's got an even broader remit than it does does in ours. Very cool. Where it, it could be horses. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, I think it, I think he would describe himself as omnisexual. Wow. Okay. That's you might want to write that on the sheet. That's like yeah, some good that knowledge. Plus that, plus eight. Yeah. Plus eight to omnisexuality. Yep. Um, the bartender is this handsome kind of chiseled guy. He has the look of maybe he was an adventurer in a past life who's settled down oh, in the wow. Golden Tavern to share stories of of battles won and to to give advice, I guess, and dispense goodwill to the townsfolk. And he calls you over and says, "Welcome, Boglin." Welcome, sir. What can we get for you today? Welcome to the Golden Tavern. You here for the games? I I, I do wish people would stop talking to me about these games. I, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> Good one. I'm not of interested. You're here for the games. What I'm will not it interested. be? Um, I'll We've got have, dragon's ale. I'll We've have got a, a pint of fire whiskey. Uh, I'll have a. I'll have a pint of the dragon's ale. We've got please. tequila. No. Let me get you a tequila. I don't want the, the tequila. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. We don't have tequila. You want For a- the love of Isaac, like, don't give me a tequila. Give me <laughs> a pint of You're the- well-versed in our customs, I see. I appreciate that. A pint of Dragon's Ale it is. Now, how will you be paying for that? Pardon? How- He's about to hand it to you. He says, how yeah. will you be paying for that? Uh, I've got this cool token. Um, we are. Oh, we don't worth- accept tokens. That's all right. It's worth much more than that. You He'll got- tell you all about it. Have you got gold pieces or? Yeah, sure. Well, pass them, hand them over. How many further? Just the two. Two? Yeah, there you go. Yep. You, well, you've handed me nothing there, sir. Well, you've handed me a scarecrow's arm. Two, two gold pieces. That's two pieces of a scarecrow's hand. Um, he was worth his weight in gold. Look, sir, not, I don't wish to be rude. Obviously, everyone's welcome here. Look. Boglins, even Boglins are welcome. Whoa, hang on, hang on. Oh, there's no need to be, there's no need to be hitting me no, with no, the no, even. I'm, that's, I'm just saying. That's just a way of being racist without, without no, using a slur. Sir, that's, please, please don't throw that. Too easy to throw that kind of word around today. Boglins oh. are welcome, is what I meant. Mm. All all lives matter in this bar. Listen, I don't want to have to listen, cast a listen damp to me, spell sir, on sir, 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 sir. It, it's two gold pieces, sure. But if you're here for the games, which I reckon I reckon you are, then the alcohol is free. It's on the house for all competitors. 
You know what? You can keep your dragon. <laughs> I'm going to... Okay, I'll, so I'll well, head out. you've wasted this one and he just pours it down a sink. It's a shame to see it go, but it at least I don't have to compete in the games. Where are you going to go next then? If you're, if you're not welcome I'll in the probably pod. just go Bye-bye, home. Sir. <laughs> <laughs> he says as you leave the table. I'll probably just, I'll probably just leave this yeah, you, and, Okay, so and what, you're heading back to the gates? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you walk towards the gates and again, like, did you pay, what's, what's Delkin? I know Declan in real life, your sense of direction is pretty superior. Mm. But Delkin, does he is he good at keeping track of where he's been? Or yeah, well, just... I mean, he found the inn, no trouble. Yeah, but like I said, that was mostly because of the excellent city design. Yeah, well, and the excellent city design has helped him. Okay, again. so does he easily find his way back to? Yeah, the yeah, inn? straight. He's... Cool. Then he'll easily actually... see that they're shut. Oh, um, that's weird. There's a the guard that you spoke to before is standing by the gates, so you could maybe go and. No, too late. too late for that. You could go and see if he'll let you. I'll out. just have a kip. No, what, just sorry. in the street. Yeah, yeah, why not? I've been living in the bog for... Excuse me, sir. Excuse me, sir. It's the Golden Guard. You seem to be falling asleep in the street, sir. Yep. Don't yep. you know there's free accommodation in Shemesity? Right. For I, everyone I, to take in, part in, in the, the games. games, is it? Yeah, no. That, I can show you your quarters, sir. No, it's absolutely fine. Even I, Boglins are allowed. I'm, there's it's a lot of problem. A lot of you around here have been using that, that phrase. <laughs> well, we're very inclusive, what do you, sir. Well, you say that, but what do you mean by even? I mean that, you know, in some places I hear tell, worse places, may, might I add, mm. they frown on little folk like yourself. But here in Shemesity, everyone's a winner. Every Boglin, even Boglins are allowed well, to. You've done it again, you see. You've, just, you've done it again. You're sort of putting us in a... Follow me, so I'll lead you up to the, no, it's fine, up to the champion's I don't, quarters. I don't get accommodation because I'm not competing. Ah, okay. Well, it will be 25 gold pieces then, I suppose. I, I can take you to the inn. No, I... Yeah, I've been to the inn. Oh, well, they, you'll know, you'll know, uh, Derek behind the bar. He, yeah, he, he wasn't he'll a fan sort of mine. You out the He was pretty, no, he won't. I, it's fine, honestly, I'll, I'll just keep here. We've got quite strict anti homeless laws, uh, uh in Shemesity because we, we want everyone to have a home. So you, if you sleep on the floor, what I'm saying is you'll be sort While of. While he pads. says this, I'm going to jaw him. <laughs> you can't start a battle with this guy. It's simply not possible. You get the sense that he would crush you in a single instant. Okay, well, I, I guess you'll, you. um, I guess you'll have to arrest me. Oh, I hate to do that, sir. I tell you what, I look. Oh, you, you, I feel bad about. I tell you that. what, you could do. No, no, you've you can made let me, me out. You've made me reflect on my privilege here, sir. And I realise that when I said even, that could have been offensive to you. I tried. But it was. To, I tried to put myself in your filthy mud caked boggling shoes, and in those shoes, I realise now that what I said was was rude. So was well, offensive, yeah. So here, here we go, sir. To make amends, follow me. We'll go. We'll go to talk to Derek. We'll straighten all of this out. We'll get you some accommodation at the inn. Um, and you say you're not taking part in the games, no problem. I, I'm not going to force you. Good. But we can get you at least one free night. Uh, just as my way of saying sorry, as a as a vassal for you. That's, that's, very, that's very kind of you, but okay, let's I, shake hands you could in. just let me out. Once the city doors are closed, at whatever time it is, we can't open them for a while. And um, how long, when will they be open again? Well, after the games. Um, because we can't have people coming in, you know, we've got limited capacity. Well, I, I, it's it not coming followed. in, it's just me going out. If I open the doors to let you out, then of course, it's not one way out, one way in. Obviously, someone will sneak in. No, it's fine, because I'll, I'll hold them back. <laughs> not to disrespect back. you, sir, but you, you look, what's your strength? Just out, of, just out of curiosity. Yeah, it's, uh, it's plus nine. Oh, not good enough. You need at least a plus 50 to hold anyone out from these gates. So, you know, just in the interest of... Of not causing calamity, just follow me. We'll go back to the Golden Tavern. Well, I'll have the one. I'll have the one free night if that is going. But Absolutely. then I'll and the games will be done by then, and I'll. It's I'll a it's a month long affair, but you're going to. I'm not a great staying time. here for a month. You're going to have a hell of a time. So, what here. am I supposed to do for the rest of the um for the time? Well, you know, there are certain sites and wonders you could get a job. 
Um, or you could just take part in the games. Uh, no, I don't want to do... Let's go and join the games, Dalkin. You hear the call token shouting about he, it. Whoa, what was that? He, Asks the guard. That's my call token. Do you want it? Your what? Call token. What? And what in the devil is a call token? Yeah, yeah. Good question. But he's annoying as it fuck. It seems to be suggesting you should sign up for these games. Yeah, no. He always tells me to do things I don't want to do and shouldn't do. Okay. Well, uh, I, he wants, I, I won't interfere. He wants, he wants broke a ceiling of a, of a tavern. Uh, oh, that's a curious thing to tell a man before he leads you to another tavern. Mm, uh, he, he won't do it again. Well, I, you can assure me. I can't that. stop him. We have a strict zero tolerance policy on on violence here in Chemesity. I hope, I hope you're aware of that. Yeah, well, that, that's absolutely fine. Fantastic. Okay, follow me. So you follow him back towards the Golden Tavern. You open. He opens the door, and he kind of he's being a little bit too nice now, right? You get the sense that he's like feels guilty for what he said, and so he opens the door and he makes a big deal. He's like, "Ladies and gentlemen." Announcing our newest guest to the Golden Tavern, it's... And he realises he doesn't know your name. Wait, Delk and the Boglock. Declan the Boglock! Oh, yeah. And he announces you in. And uh, Derek's like, oh, you're back. You're back. Changed your mind, did you? Changed your mind about the games? No, no. Um, but um, fucking Skippy here says he's going to get me a, a free room for the night. Oh, well, um, any friend of Skippy's is a friend, Captain Skippy's a friend of mine, so... Yeah, so he said free accommodation for the month. And he's like, and... Skippy's like, yeah, just put it on my tab, Derek, put it on my tab. Yeah, and he said that he'll, he's he's covering the ale and the, and the Perfect. breakfast. Perfect, well, let me show you to your quarters. How did Derek talk last time you were there? Just normal, I guess. I think he probably just had one of your many voices. Well, uh, just uh, follow Derek. Oh, no, he's not northern. Follow, fo- follow me, I'll, I'll show you to your quarters, and he leads you upstairs. Spiral staircase, quite unusual for a pub. And you go up to this really nice room. How does it look to you if it's a really nice room? Um, well, you, you, any room looks nicer when it's free, of course. Mm. That that does help. Um, but I'm I'm sort of like looking around. I I, I have you wouldn't believe it. Yeah. Um, being a a, a boglock. Yeah, just like a I am. But um, well, you've never I have, known luxury. I have I stayed in nicer rooms. What? Yeah, no, I, I have. Po- but it's, when possibly but it's very that take Yeah, that was before you sort of like came into the life of Delcon. Right. Okay. Um, I he he used to stay in quite a few really nice guys. But it's, let me tell you, it's got clean sheets. It's got a, a, a decent-ish view. Uh huh. Um, and and like I say, it's free, so that that always helps. Oh, that is that is good. And and obviously, like Skippy's covering kind of all the complimentary room service. So I'll probably just stay in the room for the rest of yeah, the, the episode. And I mean, the, the rest of the day. Something interesting about the room is that there's this, <clears throat> there's this like fire crackling in the corner it's, and it's got a purple flame to it, which is unusual. I'm sure you'll agree. Uh, well, to a boglock like me, and Skippy maybe says, not. But. Skippy says, come over here, uh, Delkin. Let, let me have a word with you. And he pulls up a little chair, a little stool in front of he's, the fire. He's made himself a little bit too comfortable <laughs> in this room. <laughs> in your he? room. Yeah, he really has. And he sits down and he takes his shoes off, which you... Which you notice it with displeasure. Feels like he's going to stay for a while, doesn't it? <laughs> and he says he puts his hand on your knee. He's very familiar, close to the thigh, but not quite at the thigh. Okay. He's just got long fingers, and he says, "Look, let me level with you, Dalkin. I was in the wrong, and you've you've taught me something today—a valuable lesson. That's good. I want you to have something. Okay. This is something very special to me. It's something that I've worked towards for quite some time. If and it's, it's something that if it's your spot in the games. <laughs> <laughs> throw you into this purple fire. It's something fire. that I think is going to make all the difference to you because some things in life, some opportunities, you just have to seize them by the scruff of the neck. Yeah, go um, on. I'm a man who, I'm a man who lives on impulse, and it's taken me to the dizzying heights you see today, but right. also to some you impul- devastating. You lows. impulsively follow and enforce the law. I'm a drinker, right? I'm, I'm a, I'm a functioning alcoholic. 
high says, or low? And he starts crying now. Okay. Um, I was actually hoping to have a nap, Skippy, if that's all right. If you want to... <laughs> and it's just so hard, he says. Right. It's just so hard trying to keep up this golden facade of perfection that Shemesity demands. Yeah, of don't course, worry I about want it. to please the great golden god is Ark, but is it great golden life god? is a challenge. And I thought maybe this was a way out. But I see now that I'm too old for this. It's not for me. It's not for me to take the spot of a younger man or even a bo- Oh, I've done it again. Oh, my God. Or a boggling. You can't say that you've learned your lesson and then keep I'm doing sorry. this. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And he pushes you into the fire. But it's not a fire. The flames lap at your skin. Sure. But you feel a strange compression. And suddenly, in a flash of light, you hear the world go out. I don't know what that means, but you hear nothing. And then a rushing sound, like, you know, if, you, if you've if you been running and you hear, like, your blood in your ears, like that. And you open your eyes and you're in a huge room and atop there is a big banner that says, Welcome Champions to <laughs> the Centennial Shemesity Games. <laughs> and Skippy has, in his infinite benevolence, Pushed you straight I'm, through a little kind of flu. I'm jumping straight back. Jumping. But the fire's gone. Oh no! It's burning a, a normal colour. That's now. weird. Okay, well I'm gonna use the old divine favour in and, order to just go home. Uh and what happens is you see a sorry, big desk that sorry, says using... sign up here. Okay, I'm not gonna do that. And the queue, when well, you're already in the queue. Because you sort of roll. That's fine, into the but queue. when I get when I get there, I'll just wait. And sign. your queue mates are in front of you, there's an old woman. Hello, hello dear. Where where did you come from? She says. She's an old human woman. Where where did you come from, little man? Don't talk to me. She I'm pats having a, you on the top of I'm the having head. a bad day, oh. patronising little oh, bitch. Let me give you a, one of Granny's gums. And she reaches into her old lady satchel and she gives you a sort of slightly fluffy I don't fruit want gum. it. I'm not going to Here eat it. Here you go, dear. And she I'm just gonna pops f- it in your gob. Spit it across the room. Well, she didn't notice that happened, so she's fine. Okay. Now, uh, tell me, dear, is this your first game? I'm not competing in the games you appear to be in the queue no i'm i I just got i got kidnapped and taken here but i'm not (laughs) very i'm not um, i competed in the first in the in the games last yes i can imagine you you did did yeah terribly badly Uh, (laughs) but i think this year's my it's gonna be your chance well i'll i suppose if i were a sport if i was a games man myself i'd cheer you on but i i'm I'm not i won't even be watching well we'll be competitors well i'm not so you won't be watching because i'm Beat your I'm, little boggling ass. Well, there's be no need because I'm not competing. I'll fuck you up. Listen, I've she got says. a scarecrow arm in here and I'm not afraid to use it. She turns away and you see uh, behind you, you, you're sort of like done with this woman. You turn around and there's like a little boy, a little kind of elf boy standing like looking nervously. And he's like, he's like got his hands on his on his like tunic and yeah. he's just like playing with it and like looking around. You can tell he feels really out of place. And... I suppose one thing about Delkin is he's always been an outsider, right? So he knows what it is to feel this way. And so when this little elf boy like kind of catches your eye and smiles nervously, maybe you, maybe you smile back. I probably won't. I probably didn't, because I probably didn't even perceive that he was smiling. Yeah, no, you did. He did it right at you. Yeah, but I've only got, okay, go on then. What's your, what's your modifier? Plus one. Okay. You got, oh, it's a natural six. Really good. A natty six, we call that in the community. I'm sure I've never played it, but I don't know how it works. Um, and he says, um, hello, sir. Hello. 
my, my, my name's uh, uh, Ganymede, sir. And he puts out a hand to shake. I don't hands. shake. Sorry, Ganymede. Oh, um, sorry, sir. I, 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 how silly of me. I forgot in some cultures that's not, it's not the dumb thing. Oh, God, Ganymede, you're, you're messing this up. You are. Um, what brings you to the game, sir? I'm not part I. Ganymede senses that there's like tension and he you can see he's like his eyes are kind of welling up he's really nervous like you're really upsetting this little boy yeah that's fine I don't, I don't it's care it's probably not because you're quite compassionate and like I said you're both you're an outsider Ganymede seems to be an outsider so maybe no, you'll no. maybe you'll make friends I'm not I, can I jaw can I jaw you can't him? jaw this is a no combat thing um, uh, so I, what what brings you here sir I'm not competing game? and I, I listen why are you Ga- in the queue sir listen Ganymede and at this point the queue you know like the person at the front you can see there's like a big dwarf behind a couch mm. at the front he goes next and like one person leaves and the queue all like moves forwards and you are compelled forwards as well by the cool token which like pulls you in your back like <laughs> wrenches you forwards it's convenient that like, isn't it oh, but sir you, you seem to be standing in the queue with us um, what brings you here Ganymede Listen to me. Am I asking too many questions, Enough sir? with the questions. I, I'm sorry, sir. Just I'm a very turn, inquisitive... Just turn around. What, what, Don't what look do at me. Turn around and face backwards in the queue, sir? Yep. But how will I know when to move forwards? Well, I'm sure that you'll be Will compelled. you tell me? Nope. Maybe you'll just... This is more questions, Ganymede, and I've asked for no more questions. <laughs> sorry, sir. If you can't handle this, then you, there's I'm no sorry, point sir. you signing up for these fucking games. Well, I... I don't think I'm a natural games winner, sir. You're not. You see, I'm here to tell you you're it's not. My, it's my town, sir. There, there's a great blight. Yeah, everyone's and, got and those. I, I was hoping that if I won the games, maybe I could ask the great golden god Isaac for, for a boon. He's to, overrated. To relieve the blight He's overrated. From, my, from my town. If he were that good... And save have, my mummy and little sisters. If he were that good, he'd have done it anyway. And my poor old dad. Hey, he's a fraud. My poor old granddad too. Yeah, I, look, we've all got. What are you asking for if you win? Well, I, I'm not asking Delco? for anything because, as, as I think we, I covered, I'm not competing. Okay. So I'm not going to be asking for anything. Move forwards again, and you're like moving. You're about five places further. You're only about five places from the front at this point. That's fine. When I get there, I can explain to them how I'm not okay. competing. Okay. So, well, um, it was lovely to meet you, and uh, best of luck in the games. So <clears> I hope if we come up against each other I hope we, we won't we be treat each other you well. are I, you better hope that it's not a game and of I mental agility mercy, because sir. you are you are thick as shit and I me. I in turn will treat you with mercy and respect sir I'm gonna I'm gonna jaw you I, I will jaw I, you I don't think you mean that. I will jaw you Next! in your face and you turn around to see that you're at the front of the queue um at the counter at the moment the old woman is is there and she's saying oh and and so I was it was eighteen Twenty-four, and the the dwarf is like, oh, I don't fucking care about that, you old hag. You're signing up on your knee. I like the dwarf, and he, yeah, he, he's busy. He's been doing this all day. Yeah. Like, oh yes, of course, I'm signing up. Uh, if if I win the tournament, the the games, whatever it's called, I'll be asking the great golden goddess Ark for a special boon indeed. Do you know what? It is? I don't care what it is. I don't give a fuck what it is, you old hag. And she can't really hear. She's quite deaf. I'll be asking for my youth. So that I can spend my fucking beautiful youth hell. fucking around <laughs> just like oh, I never did. Oh. <laughs> I was very celibate as a girl. I married the first boy laid eyes on me, my cousin Albert, and he was a pitiful lover. Let me tell you, nothing there, nothing there at all. <laughs> Perfunctory, was it? <laughs> and the dwarf, the dwarf's interest is actually kind of piqued by this point. And he's like, "Oh yeah, 
that sounds that sounds terribly uh, forthright of you, madam. And she said, well, you've got to be at my age. Nothing to be... And then she lifts her shirt off and just flashes the dwarf. Wow. And he's like, oh, I didn't I didn't need to see that at, she'll be at ne- all. She'll be needing to win if she wants to fight. And so she's, where do I sign? And she signs down, he says, and, and there we go next. And he said, oh, no, hang on. You... And he says to the old lady that she was number a thousand. So that was it. That was all the places filled. <gasps> oh, and he okay. says, right... Everybody, and he's addressing the whole crowd. He says, "You're too late. You should have got here earlier." And Ganymede behind you immediately bursts into tears. Good. And maybe you console him. No. Do you want to roll to check if you? I don't. Okay, you don't console him. I don't. And Jaw. How do you feel though? Maybe I just chomp about down this on him. Whole thing. Yeah, I'm delighted because honestly, I was I was going to have to tell them I wasn't competing anyway. So Ganymede this is kind puts of good. his hand on your shoulder and he's like, "It's okay. It's okay, sir. I I suppose we can always come back." Next time in a hundred years, so assuming we're still alive and the blight hasn't You probably won't both. be. You'll probably all it's be It's at dead. this moment that you feel a strange satchel-based vibration. And it's really peculiar. It's not, it's the, not cool the cool token. token. And Go the on. cool token goes, hey, toss me. And you're like... I'm not going to be doing You're that. not going to toss. No, he, he's staying firmly in the back. If I let him out, it's nothing cool but trouble. The cool token is starting to spin fast, like uh, one yeah. of those things that you spin, you know? Like you know, a top. Like a totem or something. Okay. Like an inception. And it spins so fast that it op- it comes out of the bag. And it oh, bounces, convenient. it ricochets off your palm. Because you sort of put your hand out to be like, what's going on? You're doing a classic like, huh? And it bounces off your palm straight at the old deer. And she's just t- turned back to the dwarf to say, and and so when I win, I'll give you the biggest hand. You- and, and the token, whoop, right down her throat. He's always she's doing She's choking that. up. And, and the dwarf's like, somebody, do the Heimlich manoeuvre. And the dwarf himself doesn't seem that keen to like leave his post. Maybe he's not allowed to. Mm. Do you run over and help? Yeah, I, I'll give her the Heimlich It's manoeuvre. too late. She's dead. Oh, that's weird. Do we, we're not rolling. And the dwarf says, well, I guess you'll be taking part. You'll be contestant number 1000 after all. No, uh, Ganymede. You and that little Ganymede, you can come together. No, yeah, I saw you both try to save that old lady. That's fine. He could take the, the spot. Flasher. He could take the spot. I so you be. can both take part. I'm not taking and part. And he signs your name to I the book. Be, well, he's not allowed and to with do that. Slam, when, he's you not, are he's not allowed to, a contestant He's not allowed to forge my name. Games. Oh God, I don't want to do this. Very cool. All my dreams come in true. This sparkling deserve everything that you do for me. I'm gonna change the world without any progress. I'm gonna show you how much I Are, let's skip ahead a little while. You were shown to your free accommodation, and it turns out that you and Ganymede are going to be roomies. And he sets up. He says, which, "I can't. Which, which bunk do you want, sir? Um, you can have top if you like. Um, if you can get up there." <laughs> and I'm, he's having. He's trying to have fun with you. I'm so devastated he's to be you. spending more time with Ganymede. Uh, why is that? He annoys me. Okay. He's pathetic. No, I mean, he could be your little friend and protege, I suppose. No, he's pathetic. That's one way of thinking about it. Is like he he hasn't got it in him to be a boglock like he me. He says. Um, it's night time now and you picked the top bunk just to, you didn't really want it that much, but you feel like Ganymede probably did. So you were like, fuck him. Yeah, yeah. I'll have that. And you guys are falling asleep and you get the sense that 
in the silence, Ganymede's going to misjudge this as one of those moments where you like have a, like a deep conversation, like just before mm-hmm. night. And you hear him kind of shuffle in the bed and stretch up and he's like, Mr. Delkin, sir. Mr. Delkin. And he says, oh, he's asleep. Well, maybe something will get through to him. And he tells this tale and spins this web about the town that he comes from, which is overrun, has been overtaken by this evil dictator. His name is in a language you can't quite grapple with or pronounce because I didn't write one. So Mm -hmm. we don't know what it is. That's okay. And he tells you this story about how he's only like 11 years old, this little kid. And he's entered because he wants to free his people. Yeah, he mentions something about that. He says something about a blight. He, he reaches up and, and puts his hand on your sleeping shoulder and just sort of shakes you slightly and you're like, Ugh, what? And he's like, Mr. Delkin, maybe if you win, you'll consider allowing me the boon of his arc. How do you respond? Uh, I respond with no. And he goes back to sleep. Okay, good. It's the morning. You're woken by Ganymede praying very loudly in a of way that course. involves a kind of like, it's not one of those lying down prayers of or a kneeling. It's a prayer that involves like quite a lot of jigging about. Which you haven't seen before, but you're in, you're probably interested to see this new religion. Um, he's praying. I'm to wondering if the if the call token could just go straight down his throat. Do you want to join in with the with the prayer? No, no, okay. that, that's okay. Morning, sir. How did you sleep? Yeah, uh, very very poorly because you kept waking me up. <laughs> I had a great dream. Yeah, I'm sure you did. Shall I tell you about it? No, thank you. Maybe at breakfast. I don't want you to do that. You head down. You're, there's a knock on the door. And it's uh, one of the officials of the games. And you're led down to a place called Champion's Rest, which is just a kind of big room. It's got cereal. It's is it where the pancakes. Champion's Rest? Well, not really, because I guess Champion's Rest would really have just been the room you were sleeping in. But this is like Champion's... It should have been called like Champion's Chill Out. Champion's but they, Vibe. But they... Yeah, they Champion's just Champion's Rec Room. It's a misnomer. There's like a table football situation. Oh, that's quite There's cool. vending machines. Free for you to oh, use, because well, you're a champion. Okay. You've got number 1,000 emblazoned on your on your Champion's Rest. So I'm the best game. one. Uh, well, you were the last one. I've got the most points. You and Ganymede are both champion a thousand, interestingly, uh, like a team, which is really cool. Um, now, when you arrive, one thing you notice is that most of the other people there do seem to be kind of buddied up. Like there are squads, some of them as big as like 50 people and not like by chance. It's not like they've met and then teamed no, up. No. Like you'll see, like there's a group that's entered that's like just dwarves. So they're like a syndicate. Yeah. It's if, like in the if any of, if any of them wins, then they'll all ask for the same thing. I guess I guess that's the idea. I mean, obviously, you probably get the sense that these are fairly precarious systems, right? Yeah, because no, like, you can't. If depending on the nature of the boon, it could never, be a betrayal situation. Yeah, exactly. But as you look around and you're you're kind of scouting out the competition, you see dwarves, you see trolls, you see giants. Yep. You see some of the like fiercest looking warriors from all over the land. What about scarecrows? None. And you and okay, Ganymede probably share a look of mutual, like, uh, fear. Let's not put too fine a point on it. Fuck. Because you like, oh, Jesus We're taking Christ. it seriously. How are we going to compete against those? And it's at that point that Ganymede does something really special. And I think this is going to, I don't know, I'm getting the sense you haven't been won over by this character so far. I think this uh, could be a turning point. Oh, okay, go on. He takes his little elf hand and he just slips it into yours. And he's holding your, your hand now, like, like in a kind of fatherly way. Um, and one of the dwarves nearby that are like at a table and they're all brewing it up. They're having mead. It's all like sloshing around their beard. One of them notices and they say, ah, get a look at that boggling nonce. And, and you kind of pull your hand away from Ganymede quite quickly. But for a moment, that was probably quite a beautiful little interaction. For well, you. no, I, it, 
I didn't want him to do it, and it's but it's once had, he did, you were it's like, brought up. Oh wow! It's brought up some some trauma for me. Suddenly, the lights go out, and you hear this thunderous crack. A single spotlight illuminates a human man who rises up from like a revolve. That's not what you rise up from a lift in the floor, and he's dressed in this gaudy attire, but very stylish. He's got like a blue goatee, maybe, and a hat and all this shit. And someone in the crowd goes, oh, there he is. And then you can hear all the crowd be like, that's him. That's the Master of Ceremonies. And a uh, voice in the tannoy goes, ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Valentine P. Gumdrop. And there's this like thunderous applause and you probably join in. You're caught uh, up in it. I mean, I, I've got to because I've got to try and win the, some favour back here because they think I'm a nonce. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, friends beyond the binary. Even Boglins and the crowd laughs because he spotted you Fucking straight away. I, this town... It's like a... When he says that too. That's actually terrible. Welcome to the 450th Centennial Shamesity Games. And there's like fireworks going off. It's, cra- it's crazy up in there. Woo! Folks have travelled from around the world for the honour of taking part in this unparalleled test of strength, ingenuity and wit. And for what? Why? To win none other. What about... Than the boon of his ark, and you're completely overshadowed by so, by the cheers. What about yeah, what about the, the stashing the contest? And no one hears what you're on about. Ganymede hears you, and he looks a bit confused. Um, let's be serious for a moment, and the crowd hushes. Most of you, and he's looking at you and Ganymede here, which feels feels he like is. he's calling you out. Most of you do not have what it takes, and he winks at you. You're wasting your time, and more importantly, you're wasting mine. But it's not too late to back out. A door illuminates as he says this oh, yep. with a big exit sign over it. You can walk out I've that door, forfeit your place and allow a more worthy competitor I've to grabbed test Ganymede, we're metal. out the door. A few people immediately leave and you get the sense that it's like... Yeah, I'm one of them. What happens is there's this like testosterone kind of thing where like people are flexing there's like a group of warrior women mm-hmm. who all like start like flexing hugely and doing spins and flips and shit yeah. with all their daggers yeah and there's a group of like I ninjas i don't do even see any of this because i'm throwing i'm already out and the, the ogres are just bellowing um and a few kind of weaker candidates leave and you you start to try to leave sure but the token that blasted token it holds I, you I to left the him in my room it fucking holds no, you no I'm out I'm taking ground. that I'm taking the bag off and I'm I'm gone and the I door slams shut no as for the rest of I'm you I'm out of it as I'm on the, the other side you, follow me he leads you through these huge doors into a courtyard these dice have been no <laughs> help to me <laughs> with risers filled with thousands of audience members cheering and around the side you see caged beasts like dragons and trolls and all sorts of shit it's dangerous looking. There's also a chessboard to one side and you notice like, mm, that could be important later. There's a gleaming golden egg, a pit of spikes, all sorts. The first challenge will test your spirit, your heart, your dedication to the cause. They say if music be the food of love, play on. I came up with that, he says, and the crowd kind of titters because Shakespeare didn't exist in this world. All right, so he did actually. And that's there. why your first challenge will be to create a musical tribute to the Shemetity Games. Woo! You can work alone or find a band and form the next great supergroup for Challenge 1. And the crowd starts to immediately like spring into action. The dwarves are like huddled and like, right, I'll, I'll play the drums. You you get a tambourine note. You're going to be leads. And they're like planning the whole thing. Some of the like for, uh, elven folks start this like perfectly choreographed dance routine you kind of get the sense that they've they, were they knew it was yeah. coming 
Did you know it was coming or? No, well, I was, I wasn't going to compete as, as I. Ganymede. As I've made Ganymede it. taps you on the shoulder and says, um, um, sir, uh, I've got to say I'm a bit nervous about this whole challenge. Um, it's my first time doing anything like this. Yeah. Maybe you'd like to, to buddy up or, or are you going to go alone? No, I'm going to go alone. Okay. Um, okay. Good luck then, I guess. Uh, good luck, sir. Um, the crowd cheers and it begins. There's this spotlight that comes out in the middle and everyone's just crowded around. There's drinks mm. flowing. It's quite a vibe, actually. Like, it's, yeah, it it's sounds fun. like a sort of party. And you recognize some of the people, Fido and his family, the dog's breaths. They do this fucking beautiful, like, howling a cappella sort of thing. Wow. Whilst the switch is crooning and he's like, well, we've got the breath of a dog. And he's properly like, like the crowd are lapping it up. They yeah. are fucking loving it. He knows how to play an audience. He's, right? Yeah, well, he's he's pure. He winks at some of he's the pure much older women in the he crowd. He can't stash. He's for a baby shit, dog, but he. But you he, don't know that he can. He's got charisma. Prince Patrick and his envoys come out, and they well, Prince Patrick kind of sits there to be honest, but the envoys act out this like perfect replica of the opera Troilus and Cressida, um, while Prince Patrick kind of. Does like maybe he narrates? He it, pretends like he's conducting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good shout. He does yeah. exactly that. And then, as more and more people come, there've been highs, there've been lows. Some people get booed, right? Mm. Someone starts to do slam poetry and they just get shot on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and someone like there are quite a few people who just kind of bottle it and like, uh, and just they can't do anything. They leave, and then it's your turn. The spotlight finds you, and you walk towards the middle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> Uh, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna use a tactic because as you, as you remember, like, I've been trying to leave. Yeah. I don't, I, I think I've been quite clear and, and I, consistent in that. This I is didn't... me, the, this is me, Isaac now, out yeah. of character. You, there is no way to leave. The Shemesty games, once you're in, you're in. Yeah. It's no, one no. of those, like, Goblet of Fire situations. Yeah, no, that, that's absolutely fine. But having heard what happened to that other guy, um, I'm what just guy? gonna stand up and I'm gonna announce that I'm going to do a slam poem. And then just let them let them shoot me, I suppose. They're not anti-slam poetry. They just didn't like the cut of the last guy's jib. Okay, well, I'll, I'll just do a slam poem then, maybe. Okay, well, when you're ready. Um, Get on with it! And you can see, like, you can see uh, Fido Dog's Breath in the crowd, like, giving you a thumbs up with his with his kind of mangled paw. I'm just going to sort of, like, give him the finger. And the switch is like, tick, tick, you got this, kid. You can sort of hear him. He didn't say that out loud because he's probably quite far away. Mm-hmm. But you get a sense that he said that. And so it sounds like... What's happening for you at the moment is is a sense of panic is setting in because you're you weren't prepared for this, right? Well, I, I'm not panicked because I don't I don't mind losing because I, I don't I, I've not come here to win. You you hear a voice from on high and it's it's whatever his name, Mister Gumdrop was the Master of Ceremonies. When you're ready, get 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 ready to go, uh, Delkin the Boglock. Looks like he's having some stage fright there. Everybody, <laughs> let's give him a hand. Get him on his way. Woo! And the crowd cheer. But like, mm. there's a cheer and there's a jeering element. And you get the sense that maybe this is your chance to show the world that Boglocks can be more than just a laughing stock, more than just a mud-footed, freak, father-killing, noncing barrel of laughs. Maybe it's time that the world saw that Boglins are a force to be taken seriously. And it's just at this point, as you're standing there, the spotlight on you so painfully bright that you can't even make out the crowd that you feel a little hand slip into yours. If this is Ganymede, I'm going to yeet the little div <laughs> into the abyss. a loot out of his cloth bag. Oh, and no. Says, it's okay, sir. We'll do it together. You're going to have to start, though. <laughs> 
I'm, I'm not singing with you, you three, dastardly four, elf. One, two, three. My name's Ganymede, and your name's Delcan. And I'm not with you. I'm not with this little elf. Ganymede. I hate him. And his party, Delcan. Stop saying that we're friends. We're gonna be best friends. I'm not your friend. I'm not even an acquaintance. Because we're Boglock and Elf. We're just a Boglock and a bloody joining. We were the Boglocks. And uh, join in quick or they'll notice that you're not taking part and that I'm carrying this whole thing and we'll be kicked out together. Uh, we're one, oh, two, that, three, we we're the Boglock. And, and Ganymede is trying his best out here. He is. And you're not giving him anything to no, go with. You're going to have to. No, as he said, we'll get thrown out <laughs> if, if I... <laughs> thrown out is a euphemism for killed. Yeah, that's that's all right. I've only got 16 health left. It looks like Ganymede's carrying the old fool. Yeah, Everybody you... get some fruit ready to pelt at Delkin if he doesn't j- j- join in. Yeah, that's okay, guys. Take Throw it from the, the chorus, Ganymede. I'm quite hungry. One, two, three, we're a bog lock. And an elf. You need to know the truth about his art. <laughs> Your golden god elf. is a fraud. No There's no such thing as his boot. He's a liar! You're just a pair of you're, you're worshipping a false idol! You take this you chorus! You need to take Jesus Christ into your hearts! You take, do a spoken word thing! Um, yeah, so, uh, I, I'm not I'm not with this guy. I'm not with this little elf. We're together! He's a little elf, He's div. my dad! <laughs> <laughs> I'm not his dad. I. He's been like a father to me! He, he Since is, we met in 93. He's, I met him too... <laughs> Days ago, he held my hand and told no, me you you did that. Okay. I've never told you that. I said that you'd fail. He spoke to me at night. No, <laughs> I was asleep. He came and hugged me tight in our bedroom. No, you that we share. No, he's he's really. It was like a mother's womb I, in there. He's really portraying this inaccurately. Um, I, so that's why I we should, really think we should win. I should clear up that I, I'm not a boggling nonce. Um, Nobody said that. You, no, but they're thinking it. They're throwing... What this guy here is, because you... I was thinking about, that, eh? Yeah. Why are you singing with a little kid? Well, I'm not. I'm, try, I'm trying my best, sir, not to. But the thing is, the kid, he's a creep. And he keeps following me. I think I love you, Dalkin. You have... I think together we can be... More than we could be apart. You uh, you have a weird complex <laughs> around abuse. Delcan. Because I've been nothing but horrid. And now it's time for the outro to start. Because we're this bit. Now the crowd's better They're getting apart. their lighters. They're getting their lighters out. Because we're Delcan. And now you do the backing. We're Delcan. I'm just Delta. We're best friends. Not your friend. Here when you might need. We're gonna win. The We're contest. not gonna win. Hand in hand. I. If you <laughs> touch me again, I will jaw you into the abyss. He doesn't mean it when he says I those mean things. It. He loves me like a son. Once we leave this place today, the contest will be good and won by someone else. Best friends forever. And you join in with the last bit.
the crowd goes fucking insane. They loved it. They loved what you and Why? Gabby did. Why did it they love the it? There's no thing they've ever heard in their lives. What a low bar. <laughs> Even the master of ceremonies who's supposed to remain impartial, you'll have noticed that when he singles you out <laughs> repeatedly for your race, yeah. is on his feet and he's cheering, fucking yeah, this is what the contest's about, guys. Boo, 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 boo. He does his ham horn. He's like, no one matched that. Delkin and Ganymede, you're straight on through. The dream team will call you. And he motions to the exit, but not the one that you could leave oh, the games from. I got the one that says second. level two. When can I use my divine favour to go home? Now. I'm going to roll my divine favour. Oh, unfortunately, okay. you don't have time for that. What happens next is that you get to see there's this kind of X Factor situation that takes place where, you know, all of the contestants are split into two rooms. You're already through. You've been like golden buttoned or whatever it is. But you get to watch from next to the Master of Ceremonies on high while they're split into these two rooms and someone, you can't hear them because they're, you know, they're down there and you're up here on the winner's podium. Someone goes into each room and breaks the news and about 80% of the people, devastated. And I'll tell you why, because they're immediately killed upon hearing that they've lost. They are liquidized. Not by anything that you can see. It's not a violent death, but they just sort of... They burst into liquid. I'm so gutted that we can't lose. And there were all these like gutters and like grates in the room that suck all the goop in and it just blubs away. Whereas you see the other 20%, someone goes in and they do that kind of fake out thing where the person goes in, it's a wizard and he goes in with his head bowed and he's like, he's doing all this body language that's like shaking his head and putting his hands up and like, you probably guess he's saying like, look, it was, it was a hard contest out there this year. There was some great, Great contenders. There was that dog choir. There was the whole opera. And then, of course, I mean, who can forget? You imagine he's saying, Delkin and the Meat. They were fucking knocked out of the park, that father and son duo. Um, but you're in. And everyone, you hear this huge oh, cheer they come just up. Go, yeah, they go and ahead. one thing you do notice is that a lot of the, well, first of all, you can see the dog's breaths. They look happy as Larry. They didn't get oxidized. No, they're, they're super into the next round. The switch, the switch just like tosses a cigarette up and starts smoking cool. That's, that is, he's, 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 he's glad like, he's won. He's only, he's only a puppy, I seem to remember as yeah, well. Like, so he's a real rebel. He's that makes cool. it cool. Very I, cool. Personally, I find when kids smoke. It's the coolest thing ever. Isn't yeah, it? that is it. Yeah. Um, and the Prince Patrick and his lot, they're through as well. And that's exciting. Now, the time has come. The What's his name? Mr. Gumdrop, the Master of Ceremonies, turns to you and says, you know, Delkin, I've been Master of Ceremonies here for a very long time. Mm. Longer than you'd care to know. You do look quite old, yeah. <laughs> I have a spell that keeps me youthful, he says. But I've been running this thing since the start. And let me tell you, mano a mano, I've never seen anything like you did today. I've never seen that much spirit, that much fear turned into that much art and beauty. And if you keep that up, my boy, and he gestures behind him to a big golden door with like an intricate set of jewels and lines and symbols and markings, you'll be the one getting his arc's golden boom. It's not sort of like the door from It's sort of like the door from Gringotts in (laughs) Harry Potter 1, he says. You don't know what that is, but don't worry about it. It's something from another world. And you, how do you feel when you hear this? Because your whole life you've been a cunt. No one's cared about you, but now... Valentine P. Gumdrop is saying you've got what it takes. I, I not just to do well, but maybe to win. But I don't want to. I'm. I. You I want really am not. Golden boon. It's the only way out of here. I. But I don't. You could win the the wish to never be bothered again by any of these antics. Oh yeah, that could be the boon you, uh, oh, you asked yeah. for. And, ask and, and answered, I'll, and I'll get that. Yeah, Isaac is a straightforward god. He mm-hmm. gives what you ask. So no so, caveats. So if if Delkin won, he could ask that there be no 
no more Delk Quest quite possibly ever again well I don't know Delkin doesn't know about Delk Quest right because this is an out of character thing He, uh, it's could, just his life maybe he could he ask could, to die yeah <laughs> yeah Delk, Delkin can he, ask to he die he will yeah, yeah. and 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 he's he's going to be very specific about it because he's. <laughs> it's not one of those you can come back from. No, no, it, you can't come what back. What about from, like a death? He's not of in the an spirit. afterlife. He's not like he is. What nothing. he's dead to his friends. He's just nothing at all. Wow. But how do he ever be a boglock if he's already a boglock? It's just well, about, not. it's just a vibe. <laughs> it's being a bog. He's been getting away with calling himself a boglock all day. So that's basically the same thing. You and Ganymede hand in hand. You start leaving to take the steps. And as you do, you why, realize, oh, why God, must he keep holding my hand? Because he thinks he's your little baby boy now. Yeah, but he's, and he loves you he's like mentally unwell and, and he's I, not. I, I he's want a little him kid. to be committed. No, you've got to look after each other. He saved your bacon in that last one. Come I wanted to die. I wanted to be liquidated. You didn't want that. You didn't want that. I did. You're confused. You'd I have, was not You'd confused. have only come back as some kind of goo monster. <laughs> In the next step. <laughs> in, a, in an expanded only, version of the me, games. Let me, as Game Master, just tell you the only way for you to die is to get the boon of his life <sighs> that grants you the peace you wish. No other death would be permanent. You know you'd be brought back. You realise as you're heading down, oh, fuck, where's my satchel with the cool token? And you left it. Oh, you left it by Thalentine's oh, desk. Well. So you go back up to the I don't podium. go back. I don't want to. And as you approach, you hear voices. And this is what you hear. Thalentine is saying, look, they got through that one. Quick as you like. That's 20% of the crowd. That's too many. We need to thin the herd. We need to whittle it down to the bravest of the bravest, the boldest of the boldest, the best of the best. And he's talking to this old bearded man that you sort of peep around the corner and you see he's got this long, dark beard. And the bearded man said, Too easy, my lord. Mm, I quite agree. The next challenge will whittle things down nicely. And then he does this evil cackle. It's like, <laughs> That's really weird. It's really it's not. It's odd, isn't it? It's not good, is it? Good. It says, Valentine, see that it does. We can't have anyone coming too close to victory. I want the whole lot of them dead before they're within a hundred feet of the finish line. As you wish, my lord, as it has been and as it shall be. Delkin's No one salivating. shall win the Shemesity game. Yes, no, that's fine by Delkin. It's not because he's... I've told you that the only way for this to end is for you to win and ask his arc to kill you. But he's not going to. I... This is a guarantee. If you can make it through the Shemesity <laughs> games, Isark will kill you and it's the end of Delk Quest. <laughs> this is just wow. how it I wonder, I wonder if it's at all As possible for wish, me to win. you my lord, yep. so it will be. We'll see that no more of them come within a hair's breadth of Isark's golden tomb. <laughs> He's got a different laugh that time. Oh, but it's still equally as, as awful. And the adventure ends. Not where it begun, but with Delkin level three now. Oh. And with, may I say, having entertained that whole crowd, a plus five charisma. Yes! So wh- Wait, where does that take on. you up to? Oh, oh You can add I five see. to your charisma. I see. Where does it I, take you to? It takes me to plus one. Sick. It you, was not good The journey before. of a thousand miles. It was miles. not good before, was it? You'll have unlocked some new spells that we'll see in the next episode. My agility, anything? It's it's actually got worse because you got a bit older. Okay, so what, minus, minus two now? Yeah, sorry about that. For sake. Sure At least my up. omnisexuality, that's still plus eight. Plus this. nine, because now so many new beings. You actually got turned on by the goo that those people became. And I, you jack it to I'm it always, that evening. I'm always With Ganymede in the room, which that's is the, illegal. That. Well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it's straight it is a crime, it is. yeah. Um, that's where we're going to leave it for today. Now, Goodness. I'm out of character. I don't know about you. Do I, you need a was, moment? It was, uh, no, I think... Cool. Hang on. No, no, I've got it. Yeah, I've got it. Let's just reflect very briefly on what we've learned and what, what's happened in this very long episode. <laughs> 
Um, I think what we've learned is that um, you're a liar. I think I that's, don't know what you mean. I think you mean like a, a player of a, of the liar. No, because it's a guitar. Because you 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 kind of you sort of implied that there was going to be more um, <laughs> more of a natural, yeah, less yeah. contrived. Well, there was. You've got your character sheet. You've got to make. A it lot didn't choices. really. It didn't. You got do to draw anything. that guy. It didn't. It didn't do anything. You got to draw him. Didn't I, you? Well, it wasn't a guy. It was just an arm. It was a crow's arm. Scarecrow's arm. Yeah. Then you had a lot of fun drawing it. Um, yeah, you're right. This was a really good adventure. I, I felt, if if anything, and, and this, you know, I'm not saying that you have to take this on board because I'm sure you won't, but um, I I felt like I had even less uh, oh. agency in, in this episode of Delt Quest than, than ever before. I guess that's a testament to the power of the writing because I led you so organically down a path where it was like, well, of course I'm going to enter the Shemesti games because they sound lit. I think what, what, what the problem is is that I could see from, from minute one yeah. that you were going to try and get me to partake in these dastardly games. Yeah, you and have to And at every single possible opportunity, <laughs> I, I did everything I could to not, to not do so. And you're playing him well and, in that regard. And, and unfortunately, it, it seemed that things contrived sometimes in a more in an understandable kind of plot based way and sometimes in a very one dimensional call token based way mm, to keep me in the to keep me in, in in the games and then it seems that there's been this I don't know how Delkin would have been made yeah. aware of this, but are you going to say there's like a theme or well, no, I'm just or like a narrative arc. No, nothing like that. Nothing like that at all. Oh. No, it just seems like there's been implemented this um, definitive, yeah. um, kind of like ruling that he he must either win or he'll continue to be tortured. Um, yeah, well, that happens sometimes, right? That's that's just life for you. But it's just weird how that. It's just weird. That some paths lead to some places. Like if you're on that, path, it feels like the paths, the, the paths in in these in these Dell quests, they lead inexorably towards all the things I I don't want to do. That's so and nor weird. does Delkin. Yeah. Well, that's really interesting. I'll take all that on board. I'm sure the next one's written already, but I mean, maybe the one after that will will make some. Changes. Well, there might not be any, a one after that if I. Well, you know, there are, there are, you don't know how many games there are. We've only done the first of what could be, no, there are three. There are three games. So over the next couple of, couple of months, couple of weeks, couple of eps, we'll see what happens to our brave hero, Delkin, and his, his little boyfriend, Ganymede. Don't say boyfriend. I meant like he's a friend who's a, a little well, he's, boy. Well, he's, he's not. His, a li- his little boy, comma, friend. Yeah. He, he's not my friend. Now, if you've enjoyed Delk Quest, well, I suggest you go back and listen to the first two episodes of it because they were, as good I suggest that as you these. seek some therapy and don't worry there's more to come in future um, we've got a whole other bunch of stuff for you to get involved with first and foremost of which is the Patreon at patreon.com slash shame city hang on shit no there's nothing I, I haven't no, okay, thought about okay, yeah, yeah. Um where for the low low cost of five dollars a month you can gain access to thousands of bonus episodes just so much content um, New ones weekly as well, but you get the whole backlog immediately in your own special RSS feed, and it means you're helping out the show in a big way. A huge way. Will you plug our Twitch? Because that's our second big vibe. Yeah, we, we stream over on Twitch that you can go either to twitch.tv slash shamecity. That's With got two Y's at the end. Or you can go to shame.city slash twitch. Uh-huh. We stream there. We stream there on Mondays. We're affiliates now. On Tuesdays. On yep. Wednesdays. On Thursdays. Yeah. On fr- no, not no, on not Fridays, Friday, not and not Saturday. on Saturday, but on Sundays also. Usually, yeah. Um, so um, that's that's give us a huge follow. thing. If you give us a follow, and, and it will tell you when we go online. Yeah, and also 
you know, if you're if you really like it, then once we once we start claiming that affiliate yeah, status, you can, you can get a subscription. And you'll going. get some fat emotes. You're going to get so many emotes. It's going to be, gonna be insane. It's going to be one emote. Isaac's face. Yeah, Isaac's it. face again. <laughs> Isaac's face <laughs> doing all these different, different, <laughs> all these different faces that he does. I could wearing do. one of his masks. Yeah, it'd be really cool for you. We've got a Discord over at shame.city slash Discord where you can come and hang out. It's just chat, isn't it? You can it's just, just chat with us. It's just chat. And I think patrons get access to special things on the Discord. I can't remember if that's true. You certainly get a different coloured name. That is good. That's all the main stuff. Now, this has been one hell of an episode and one hell of an anniversary. Oh, and yeah. My reflection on the four years of the show is it's still going. It certainly is. Much like Delkin in the in the Wastelands, in the Shemesti games, he's still standing. He, he's he, got another day ahead. Oh, and, and you know, I, I don't want people to read too much into that because Delkin, he, he's desperate to die. Yeah. And he's awful. <laughs> Um, which is not to say that the show is. It's no, it's not a complete strength. analogy. It's just, no, it's just hinted at some of the yeah, things. exactly. But I think we've got another year in us. Take it to the big five. And wow! Until well, not not until then. Then, then go full network. <laughs> yeah. Until next time, guys. And thanks for celebrating four years with us. I'm sure you've done all kinds of celebrations at home. I've been Isaac. You've been. I've been Declan. See you in the Shemesity Games. Bye, guys. Necessities, simple bare necessities. Forget about your worries and your strife. I mean the bare necessities. Oh, Mother Nature's recipes that bring the bare necessities of life. For me, the bare necessities of life will come to you. Bene
necessities of life will come to you. Come to you.